1: Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano.
0: Today is a Thursday. It is December 17th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, a major snowstorm rolled into the northeast on Wednesday, bringing heavy snow to parts of southeastern Pennsylvania and a wintry mix in rain. Closer, you travel to the shore. In Philadelphia, the National Weather Service reported 5.7 inches of snow. It's the most since 2018. In Norristown, 8.5 inches of snow was reported. 8 inches of snow in Quaker Town, 6 inches in Chad's Ford, and five ...in Royersford, Ford. Uh, 6.5 inches of snow fell in Cherry Hill. 3.9 in Salem County. Only a half of, it, of an inch in Cumberland County. PennDOT has issued a travel advisory... Uh, ...mandating a speed limit of 45 miles per hour... ...on local highways, including 95 and the Schuylkill Expressway. Trash and recycling collection in the city is being suspended today. Officials say sanitation crews are being diverted to snow duty... Uh, ...and plows will be added to their trucks. So Thursday's pickup will be held on Friday... ...and then Friday's materials will be collected on Saturday residents should expect delays
0: i wasn't aware that they uh they use the trash trucks as uh, snow yeah. plows that's pretty cool that's a
2: good oh use. they do yeah,
0: how, yeah. Did, how the hell did i miss
3: that yeah. I, I get trash truck
2: monthly
0: uh
3: <laughs> <laughs> you missed i think you missed yeah. the uh, special issue, issue. They, they yeah, yeah, yeah you're right the, the summer issue mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah that's my right. fault my that. bad
2: with all students in 100 percent digital learning, the school district of Philadelphia will not have an implement, uh, will not implement a snow day and cancel classes. So all students are expected to log into their classes uh, at their normal times this morning. And at the airport, travelers and those picking up travelers are encouraged to check their flight status before leaving for the airport um, today because uh, there are some delays that are being reported. What was
3: it like in your area snowfall? About the, about the six to nine inches? Did I know get I didn't more? stay there. Oh, you did no, Okay. No, that was, oh, that's I right. You're going to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think we were probably at about six. I, I, I yeah. woke up this morning and I was like, oh, I don't need my big snow boots. I'll yeah. just wear my little six snow point boots. One <laughs> one
3: inch. Yeah. I'll oh, oh, wear my key. high heel
2: <laughs> snow boots. My wedge snow boots. Yeah.
3: No, it was, uh, I, I did a um, a post dinner. Snow blowing and shoveling. Yeah, woke up and so I, I I didn't lose that ground, but there was a lot of it was was covered over. Right. Yeah, I was kind of pissed off because I did
4: uh, pre dinner snow blowing, post dinner snow blowing, post dinner snow blowing, and then uh, salting because the at that point like it was 7 maybe even 8 it, it, o'clock it had sort of stopped right and it had stopped yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. oh we're good it, we're it, clear it kicked
3: back up a little bit and so, then when I
4: got up this morning there was a whole bunch of snow in my driveway there's there's an art to timing there that is. out yeah. and yeah. when, there when is. you're going to
3: do it I, i'm like i follow I, I agree with you Preston i use the accuweather app i think
0: it's the most yeah. you know with the radar and
3: everything yeah. but you never know
0: yeah so, sometimes i will do the uh you know try to go halfway and then right, and, right. And do do a once through and then it'll be a little bit easier on the second run but yeah. Then other times I just wait and let it all die. I, I bought a bigger snowblower for the you know like the the two foot yeah yeah yep, monsters yep. if it ever comes right. Did you, just get, you got to start it yesterday. Yeah, I didn't get it started. You know what? I got to thank this guy, uh, Bill Alexander, who came by. Uh, the guy who lives in my area got uh, in touch here through the radio station. He took a good look at it and it's going to need more than just a quick. Oh really? Oh, yeah. No, I mean it's. I, I got to get it in. They got to take some stuff apart. It's not going to cost an arm and a leg. You got I, transmission. But but he said it was typical of a, of a lot of snowblowers this year because. We didn't get any snow last year, yeah. So you didn't. And so run people, it. so a lot of people that you know didn't run theirs. And if you left any fuel in there, it can it can yeah. go down into the carburetor and essentially explain it all to me? Can gum it up in, in layman's terms? That's true. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, that's probably what ended up happening. So it'll be an easy fix. You yeah. just I'm not going to do it. I need right. to get somebody else who's got the. Rochelle will do it. Yeah. Rochelle. Will do <laughs> it. <laughs> so it's just filled
4: with filth and muck.
0: If again muck all over muck. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Do the boys know they're shoveling today?
0: <laughs> uh, they will. They will soon.
2: At the height of the storm, officials in Delaware County say first responders assisted with over a hundred emergencies, including a multi-vehicle pileup on 95 in Ridley. Seven ambulances getting to 95 during a snowstorm is a big task for our county," said Timothy Boyce, director of Delaware County's emergency services. The Bucks County Emergency Operations Center said as of 6 p.m. last night. So this was only at six o'clock yesterday. Uh, there had been 50. 50- Motor vehicle accidents, oh, most geez. of them minor.
3: I think, of, Kathy. I think of again the cardboard classic. Oh
2: my! God. Coming back oh, that, that eight
3: hours, and oh, so I God. always press it. That's always my benchmark.
0: How does it fall with that? So I'm like, if I can do that, I, I can, can do, do anything. anything. Yeah, I drove down here last night because where we live, they were still flirting with the idea that you know we could have gotten a foot of snow. So yeah. my wife was like, I'd feel better sometimes. Uh, the radio station won't get us room to stay close by. Right, him. right. So I, I went for that option. So I left the house around four thirty, and we were going to have our conference call around six. Uh, it took me an hour and forty five minutes to get here to Valley <laughs> Kenwood. and a lot. It wasn't because it was bumper to bumper traffic. I did hit a little traffic here and there, but you just simply couldn't go very right, fast, right? Right. Or you would start fishtailing, and that was in the jeep too. I yes. mean, I didn't put it in four wheel drive, I did, but like, I could have, but. Um, it was, it was gnarly, man. It was, it was getting really, really ugly. So I have the Audi and I have, it's, it's, it's all wheel.
3: It's really good. But, and I don't care what vehicle you have, as you said yesterday, it doesn't make you impervious. No. It makes it more yeah. likely that you're going to get traction. Yeah. And that's it. It's,
2: I don't know why. took me about a half hour to get in this morning, which yeah. is, you know, double what it normally right. takes me. Right.
4: You, you just have, I don't know why people feel the need to drive like, fast in these situations. Like, dude, you're going to get to where you're going. Take your time. Just take your time. It's all good. Yeah, there was some
2: jerk on the Skookle who came up on my tail, was tailgating me, and then tried to pass me.
5: You were in the right lane. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> the storm cleanup is now underway in the delaware valley officials are worried about the icy roads and what they could mean for the morning rush PennDOT again is asking that you stay home so that they can do their job to plow and treat the roads they advise drivers if you do have to drive to take it slow and don't let your guard down with
3: the weather i'm sorry to jump in one yeah, last I, time but with the weather as it is long term are
5: we gonna have a white christmas
2: I, I don't know yeah 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 i mean that's what the it would be it would be if nice it, it would stay cold be right yeah. yeah i don't want I saw snow.
5: a uh, long-term forecast last night, and listen, it's a week away, week plus yeah. away, but saying that there might be snow again, another round of snow uh, oh,
3: wow. on Christmas Eve. I just want well, this to stay around. I
0: think it will. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be
5: think cold
3: it
0: will, too. I think we'll see. You you may see some grass here and there, Steve, yeah. but but I think we're going to see patches of white for sure because we're looking at you know temperatures are getting into the low 40s um, at yeah. the start of next week. That's usually not enough, no. and it's also looking like it's going to be cloudy for the most part, so uh, I, I don't know. We'll see.
2: We'll have a dirty Christmas. Yeah, dirty. By yeah. That time, I hate that. <laughs> It'll be all gross. The FDA is starting to approve COVID-19 vaccines and the first ones are being delivered to healthcare providers across the country and administered this week. Most people won't be able to get it right away. For example, states are prioritizing groups like frontline workers and people in nursing homes in the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine. Wednesday marked a monumental day in Philadelphia's fight against the coronavirus pandemic as a select number of healthcare workers Rolled up their sleeves to receive the first shot of the two-dose uh, Pfizer BioNTech vaccine. More than thirteen thousand five hundred doses were divided among Philadelphia-area hospitals with the appropriate freezing cold storage, according to city officials. Philadelphia expects thousands more doses in the coming days in order to continue the first wave of vaccines. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine yesterday, my neighbor, uh, and she was one of the first ones to oh, get cool. it. Oh, no kidding? Uh, yeah. So-, so they say when you get the
3: first shot, uh, you're you have like a fifty-five.
2: And then you that second one uh,
3: potency so which is and, and if you stop and think about it, the average influenza vaccination uh is about usually can vary between forty and 50, okay. 55. five all right so with one shot you're you know that those are the odds and then you get the second one and that bumps it up because they usually they'll give you a card to remind you to come back for the second one okay. that bumps it up to like ninety percent.
2: The battle against the pandemic could be further aided by the Moderna coronavirus vaccine, which some anticipate could be approved this week. Should the FDA sign off on the second vaccine in two weeks, the city's cache of shots could grow significantly. New Jersey and Delaware administered their first doses of the life saving vaccine on Tuesday, which kicked off a nationwide effort to protect millions from a virus that has claimed 304,000 lives and infected over 16 million people. In sports this morning. Hey! Major League Baseball announced that it is reclassifying the Negro Leagues as a major league. MLB said it was correcting a longtime oversight in the game's history by elevating the Negro Leagues on the centennial of their founding. The leagues began to dissolve one year after Jackie Robinson became MLB's first black player with the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1947. Willie Mays will add some hits to his record. Monty Irvin big league batting average should climb over 300 and mm. Satchel Page might add nearly 150 wins to his total. The statistics and records of greats such as Josh Gibson, Page, and roughly 3,400 other players are set to join Major League Baseball's official book. That's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. In Thursday Night Football, the 4-9 Los Angeles Rams will travel to Las Vegas to play the 7-6 Raiders. Kickoff is scheduled for 8:20. And Oscar Lindblom is cancer-free. A little more than a year after the Flyers forward oh, yeah. was diagnosed with a rare form of bone cancer. Uh, Lindblom's girlfriend, Alma Lindquist, wrote on Instagram, what a year, 369 days ago, we found out that Oscar had cancer, and today we got to know the scans are clear, and his second checkup, uh, at, after his second checkup, popping champagne, she says. The 24-year-old scored 18 points in 30 games last season before learning that he had Ewing sarcoma on December 10, 2019.
4: Uh, it's the Rams. If the Rams aren't playing, it's the Chargers that are playing tonight. Just <laughs> oh, wanted
2: to let you know. <laughs> so wait, okay, so who's playing?
4: Uh, the Chargers and the Raiders. Chargers uh, but LA Raiders. has Chargers and, and Rams. But when you said four and nine, I'm like, no, the Rams are playoff contenders. Okay. But anyway.
2: And kickoff is that eight twenty or is was that yesterday? No, no, that's good as well. Yeah. And that's what we have for you this morning. All right, thanks
0: a bunch, Kat. So uh here we are on this uh Thursday morning the President Steve Joe. Steve, to follow up on, on White Christmas, Nick did see a forecast and next Thursday it's going to be like mid-50s and rain they're calling Okay. Uh, uh, we might not listen, get away it, Christmas. I don't know.
3: You know, not that
0: it matters but no.
3: my, my, my thing is if we're going to have it let's at least have yeah. it for Christmas. It's always nice. Yeah. It yeah. really brings it, it all together. It does so. make a presence we were observing before we came on that it makes the holiday lights pop a
0: lot more. It does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. they, they reflect down onto yeah, the uh, it's great. Onto the snow and it looks really awesome. Yeah. So uh, take it in now if you can folks. <laughs> Today's a day. All right, we have a lot of stuff going on today. Um, We have a couple of guests joining us. Uh, Speaking of Oscar Limblum, that great news out of the Flyers camp, our buddy Jim Jackson is going to be on. JJ is going to talk about uh, the upcoming season and also... Details on a uh, a broadcasting venture that he has. Essentially, it's like a broadcasting class. He's going to be uh, well. Who better than exactly. he to teach that class? Yeah. So I, that's really really cool. If if I if, if sports were my thing, I would absolutely jump on this. So we're going to talk to him a little bit later on this morning. Um, we also have D Snyder joining yeah. us. Uh, D is great. Former uh, member of the air staff here at WMMR, and he and Lizzie Hale have a Christmas song. I was just checking it out. D has got... He can still sing, man. He has still got a really good rock voice. It's the magic of Christmas? Yeah, and I was surprised at how much I actually enjoyed it. So I, I really...
3: We've had D on a number of times. He's great. He talks. And this will be our first time officially to address one of the greatest rock documentaries I think I've ever seen, where Mother F and Twisted Sister. He's not kidding. And Steve
0: told me, he's like trust me on this you need to watch this documentary yeah, yeah. it's probably not you know you probably like twisted sister like most people do you like yeah. we're not going to take in a couple of songs i want to rock and that's pretty much yeah. it watch this documentary <laughs> it is excellent i've really enjoyed the hell of it so we'll talk to d about it later on this morning uh we're going to take a break come back in a second and we'll get the entertainment report and the stupid question and all that stuff it's on the way take it nice and easy if you're in the car this morning all right no hurry we'll be right back
1: Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
0: Acme is continuing their commitment to getting through this new normal together, and that means everyone's health, well-being, safety, and satisfaction, yours and their employees, continues to be their number one goal. They're keeping your essentials in stock, and that includes your New Year, New You foods. Keep an eye out for Acme's large selection of USDA-certified O-Organics and Open Nature products featured exclusively in Acme aisles. Find great food you can naturally feel good about at Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors.
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, for the stupid
0: question, we're going to give away a digital download of the movie Blade. And my question is about Krampus. Oh, Krampus has his own holiday. Uh, it's usually the night before. It is the night before the Feast of Saint Nicholas. What is that holiday called? Krampus's holiday. Two one five two six three wmmr Let's see if you know the answer. It's in German, I believe. So uh, call uh, them. Get, uh, get online. Did you see the Krampus movie? Just parts of it. Yeah, I it, didn't really. Uh,
3: it was okay, and yeah. then it got better uh, with subsequent viewings. And the cool part is the company that handles uh, all the Halloween decorations. You know, the, a lot of the ones that you'll see in the the uh, spirit Halloween stores. They now have a Christmas line <laughs> based around Krampus and oh, all cool. of that stuff. So you can have those horror based. Christmas
0: decorations if you want them. Nice. All right, I'm going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for the answer. Thursday, December 17th, Eugene Levy has a birthday today, and uh, S's Creek has become that huge surprise hit yeah, uh, because it started off with very little fanfare, and it took a while for it to get going and just found its audience. I watched uh, for the
3: first season a couple of episodes. I liked it, wasn't in love with it, and then just recently binged the entire run of the series with my wife. Yeah. It's great. It's yeah. it, it is it is very funny. And it's it's funny also that it, it never really goes more than a couple of miles of any direction in the Motel that they're staying in throughout the entire run of the series. Yep.
4: I didn't really care for it in the beginning because it was one of those uh, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong type of deals, but yeah. you have to get past the first episode or two.
3: Mm-hmm. And the cast my, is excellent. Yeah, yeah.
4: And thank, thankfully my wife became obsessed with it and, and was able to reintroduce introduce it to me.
0: Uh, Eugene Levy is a he's just a comedic powerhouse. He's just the best. He's 74 today. Giovanni Ribisi, the yeah. actor. Um, Lost in translation, that thing you do, he has a small part in that movie. Saving Private Ryan Obviously one of his Biggest roles Avatar as well He's very focused In on
3: Unobtainium Right? Is that what uh, he, uh, Yeah
0: Yes yep. uh, Or as he calls it In the movie The Cheddar
3: Yeah the Cheddar He is
0: 46 <laughs> today uh, Mila Jovovich uh, The Fifth Element Resident Evil movies Zoolander She's she got in- a uh, an actress. I mean, she was a model before she got into acting. Yeah, she's really cool. Great with yeah. the action
3: stuff. She. I was bringing up the commercial that's out now, Preston, and then promoting it as a movie that you need to see in the theaters. Oh. It's a very robust. It's a monster movie, and it's about, I think it might be called Monster. monster
4: Hunter, I think. Monster like, Hunter, yeah. yeah. And they're,
3: they're pushing that for the theaters. Did you
4: have dinner with her?
0: No, I didn't have dinner with her. I had her in the studio uh, on my birthday one time, and it was right it was just as she was about to get into acting. So it was before, it was pre-Resident Evil. And uh, and I was just, I knew who she was from her modeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just, uh, <laughs> I was just in love with her. Because she was trying to have, uh, get a music career. It's like an alt sound. She was yeah. also known as a podhead at the time. Because, <laughs> she was, she was on the cover of High Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I had, I, she signed that copy for me yeah um and i actually liked her she had a song out called the gentleman who fell i still have it in my music library and it's a pretty decent song it's not a great song but i do like it uh so she's 45 today bill pullman ah. lone star <laughs> spaceballs yeah. that movie has grown uh to be once my kids embraced it i'm like I-, I already liked it but then i fell in love with it once my kids loved it what, so what's the movie i was just watching where he
3: he played that that um oh sleepless in Seattle. He is, he is, a lot of times in movies, you have the boyfriend. No, that, while you were sleeping. While you were sleeping. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Where he is uh, a very legitimate good guy. Yeah. And and like it happened in Liar Liar. It's like, yeah. but that guy's good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But they end up with the, uh, the other. Person.
0: Yep. Uh, he's 67 today. Uh, Ernie Hudson oh. of Ghostbusters fame uh, and Oz. He's been here in our studio before. Very nice guy. 75 years old today. Uh, Mike Mills of REM, the bassist. Uh, singer as well. It's a great uh, song. Is, yeah. uh, he is 62 years old. You know, they hate this song. Do they really? Oh, yeah. Oh, they hate man. It. Yeah. They, after a while, they got tired of, of. okay, we're not really <laughs> that shiny and happy. No. Uh, but it's a fun song. So uh, he celebrates his 62nd birthday today. Uh, Chris Matthews, Hardball with Chris Matthews. He is 75. He retired, was it, this year? Yeah, he retired this year, didn't he? I'm not sure. Oh, no, maybe, maybe 2019. Uh, Then you have Sarah Paulson, who was in American Horror Story. She is currently the star in Ratchet, which is the story of Nurse Ratchet. I haven't watched it yet. And she does a killer Drew Barrymore impression. Does she? Yeah, yeah. All right, 12 Years a Slave. She's great in that. She's 46 today. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, uh, the boxer, is uh, 42. uh, Unstoppable for a while there. And then the last birthday uh fella close to our hearts in this city mr chase Utley. dear chase
6: i feel like i can call you chase because you and me are so much alike i would love to meet you someday it would be great to have a catch i know i can't throw as fast as you but i think you would be impressed with my speed i love your hair you run fast did you have a good relationship with your father me neither these are all things we can talk about and more I know you have not been getting my letters because I know you would write back if you did and I hope you write back this time and we get to be good friends I am sure our relationship would be a real, real home run. run. I love
4: it. You run fast.
0: <laughs> and I, I love Max uh, as, as she's reading it. His yeah, his facial yeah, expressions yeah. and he kind of does the, the yeah. swinging He's of the proud. bat. He's yeah. proud of his,
3: of his <laughs> yeah. composition. And they written uh. exactly the way a five-year-old would
0: write a letter to Santa. And thus began yeah. their really close relationship. Yeah, yeah. So I, how ironic that now they're really good buddies. They're great friends. Uh, so Chase celebrates his 42nd birthday today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer answer to the super question this morning, uh, Krampus has his own holiday. What is it called? I will go to Mike for the answer. Yo, Mike, good morning. Good morning. All right, Mike, what's the name of Krampus's own holiday? It's Krampus Nacht. Yes, that's correct. Hang on a second. Krampus Nacht, spelled uh, C-R-A-M-P-U-S-N-A-C-H-T. It is the night before the Feast of St. Nicholas, which is usually December 5th. So that's his night to kill people or whatever he um, does. Yeah, I think
3: uh, he, he, uh, he exacts, uh, I think it's corporal punishment.
0: Uh, Mike, hang on the line because we are going to give you a digital download of the film Blade. All right, I've got a bunch of stu- uh, stuff to get into, so let's get right to it. Uh, princes William and Harry are built demanding answers amid an investigation into Princess Diana's 1995 uh, Panorama interview, which some some say happened because uh, journalist Martin Bashir used unethical means to land it. During the interview, Diana made several revelations about her troubled marriage to Prince Charles and revealed for the first time that he allegedly was cheating on her with Camilla, whom he is now married to. A source tells Us Magazine, William is demanding answers and is determined to get to the bottom of it and find out the truth. Uh, for William, this particular interview is very raw. He won't stand for baloney. He won't he needs stand to know. for baloney. Uh, Harry is... <laughs> I don't know why I fixated him. He doesn't
3: stand for baloney.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Bashir's got a lot of baloney. Uh, Harry is angry about the interview and uh, shadiness of it all, too. Now, the investigation is bringing... The estranged pair back together, an insider ah, says. Yeah. There we go. See, it took something like this. Yeah, the investigation has had a positive effect on William and Harry's relationship, the source explains. They bonded over it and are speaking more frequently on Zoom and WhatsApp. William has uh, come to terms with the reasons behind Harry's decisions to leave the royal family and is happy to see his brother is so settled and Harry's come to the realization that he no longer wants Dark Cloud hanging over his head.
3: He get, it gets better, though, because the brothers are there, the wives are there, and they're getting together. They're going to enter a talent contest so they can earn enough money to buy
0: their parents a platter. Oh, and, and oh my God.
3: It's, it's just going to be great. That's, That's right. A silver platter? It's a silver platter. Wow.
0: Uh, Diana's controversial interview uh, made headlines again recently after William had released a statement supporting the investigation. So they, they want to uh, work on that together. Yes. Is, uh, that's Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's a good thing. That can only be for good. Do I'm we sure have a... Lying a lying right? yeah. Oh, man, so
7: it's good. Woo. Yeah. Woo. It's a beautiful going to be a beautiful
8: oh, day.
0: Man. All right. They're good. They are good. Those yeah. kids are good. Uh, speaking of the the Royals, Emma Corrin, who plays Princess Diana in the hit Netflix series The Crown, weighed in on whether she thought the Netflix series should be labeled as a work of fiction, as Diana's brother and members of the UK government believe.
3: Look, this is what I think. <laughs> uh,
0: she told Variety, this uh, is fictitious in the same way people uh, don't mistake succession for what actually happened with the Murdochs. I also understand the request comes from a place of sensitivity and the protectiveness of the royal family and Diana. Well, now wait a minute, succession doesn't flat out say, they're say the that Murdochs. they're the Murdochs, yeah. right? So little different. It's, it is different, yeah. but she's protecting her gig. I got gotcha. you. It's a gig. Yep, it's a good gig.
3: It's a good gig. <laughs>
0: uh, Cosby Show alum Keisha Knight Pulliam <laughs> is <laughs> she was Rudy, right? Rudy. Yeah. Uh, she is engaged to. Well, if anyone's going to help him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was my favorite. Yeah. Was Honestly, I loved Rudy. Bud. That <laughs> was the best. <laughs> she was wonderful. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. One more time, please. Get me out of here! Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wants out funny. so bad. He, he does. Know. He's yeah. in the hole. He's yeah. screaming from the hole, <laughs> So she's engaged. Pick up the phone to actor Brad James. Pick up the phone. Uh, the couple. Get <laughs> the couple <laughs> celebrated with her three <laughs> with her three year old daughter Ella during a magical, intimate, COVID compliant evening filled with love, courtesy of event planner Scooby West. Scooby West is the best. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell is yeah. Scooby West? He works with Shaggy East. <laughs> okay,
3: all right. Uh, she's a she's a beautiful woman. She is, and adorable. she's very elegant. I yep. think yep. Uh, most uh, has anyone run afoul of that cast? They all did pretty well, right? Uh, of the original Cosby kids, I mean, had her moments up,
0: she's fine. She's with Jason Momoa. I haven't heard anything about um, uh, Tempest Bledsoe in a long, long time, or whatever. She she had a talk show a talk for a show. while, but yes. I don't know what she ended up. I think she's doing, uh, doing. well.
3: And oh, then okay. there was the one guy who was the, uh, who, uh, was, a was it the, who, yeah, who Bud? Who fell on hard
0: times. Wait, no, wait. no, not Bud. Cockroach? Was... No, 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 no. Uh, he was an older guy. The guy that that was seen working in the, at the supermarket. S- at the <laughs> I, supermarket. <laughs> I almost said
5: Stedman. What the hell is his name? El-
0: El- Elvin? Elvin?
5: Jeffrey uh, something or other. Yeah. He, he ended up on an episode of uh, It's Always Sunny. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes, that's correct. Um. So, yeah, I'm, I, I guess they're all doing yeah. decent. So, uh, But anyhow, uh, Keisha is engaged, so good for her. Uh, Gigi Hadid was spotted out with her three-month-old daughter on a stroll to her sister Bella Hadid's New York City apartment, according, ah. according to E.T. All the Hadids together. Uh, she was walking in Soho. It's a Hadid Christmas. Uh, she was walking in Soho with a baby stroller. Was there a baby in it? Uh, there was a blanket over the baby, Oh, the witness said. Uh, she didn't seem like a nervous new mom at all. Uh, she was navigating the crowds and the bumpy cobblestone sidewalks and subway vents like a pro, the eyewitness said. Uh, Maybe the, Cosby was in it. Uh, the pair hit the street with a goo goo boo goo 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 i am a little
3: baby. baby. Leave me alone. <laughs> Just keep pushing it. Oh, Vince, is scary
0: goo goo Take this giant stroller and put him oh, in it. His
3: big legs hanging up the side.
0: Uh the pair hit the streets with baby after a brief visit inside. Gigi had welcomed her daughter with Zion Malik, by the way.
4: I mean, I don't know how people know who they are.
3: They are they're basically in disguise with the masks and I can all tell you how like, they, I mean the paparazzi uh they sit in waiting they know that where they live they yeah. I, I mean it's it's crazy a
0: little less so in new york though right steve uh,
3: yeah less so but still yeah. i watched a special i think it was called paparazzi or, or uh, it was about how they do what they do yeah. who they pay off um, there, there's the industry of getting that picture, and right. then there's the industry of supplying the people who take the pictures with the information on where they can take the picture. Okay, all right, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, think yeah. about it that leg of it. It goes another level back.
0: Wow. Uh, this is great. Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O were sent to the hospital. Now, that's not what great, but it was just two days of filming Jackass 4, and they're already in the hospital.
2: Oh, no, oh, no. Uh,
0: the actors and stunt performers, what? listen to this, were reportedly... Jumping on a full-speed treadmill while carrying band equipment, including a tuba.
8: Oh, (laughs) Jesus.
0: They're too old for this. Yeah. They are, but I still, I applaud them for even the ideas. (laughs) Not only the fact that they're doing it, just the idea of jumping on a full-speed treadmill. treadmill with a tuba wrapped around you, I it's great. Have so. you seen
3: the treadmills that are, are sort of a um, they're they're uh, a semi curve no. at the bottom, uh-uh. and they're the ones I see, I'm sure you've seen a case where e- you'll see people get and they'll get on and run at a full clip. I mean, insanely fast. So it's it, I, uh, for lack of a better term, it, it's it's ha- you know it's it's slightly um, curved. Yeah. So they are. I mean, they're. Booking. Yeah, so here's a picture of one. Oh, I know
2: what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, I've seen And okay. so you
3: can get up to a
0: full... And so, so that curve allows for allows that? Allows
3: you to be like, I mean, running
0: sprinting. full bore. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, they, neither star is seriously injured and filming on the forthcoming sequel, the first entry in the series since 2010's Jackass 3D, is expected to resume soon. Bam had posted about the incident. Uh, he had a video uh, saying... It's the second day of filming, jackass already. And Steve O and Knoxville were hospitalized by jumping onto a full-speed treadmill with band equipment like an effing tuba. He said, "So yeah, I'm here uh, at the I'm here at the clinic now taking a piss test, rock and roll. Oh yeah, I've got the scars too. Yeah, man. So that was a, a direct. You know what though? Uh, quote from the I'm ha- video. I'm happy to see this. Yeah. They haven't
3: lost the desire to do it. Maybe the mechanism or the actual physicality is a little bit more demanding, but the yeah. fact that they're rising to the challenge is inspiring. I do get a little bit worried for Johnny
4: because he seems to want to go the extra mile. Uh, I mean, it's almost like this is his baby. Oh, and yeah. It seems like every single time they do this, there's something... That he does, that everybody's like, ah, I wouldn't do that, man. <laughs> right, like, no, right. It it's anyway. funny,
3: though. It's seldom those things that are actually the real threatening ones. Yeah. Like the one where they got some really bad injuries. It was just that golf cart. Yeah, yeah in the first Yeah, uh, the first movie. Yeah. The,
0: mm-hmm. first movie. yeah. Uh, the fourth Jackass film was originally due to be released next March, but has been pushed back until July because of the pandemic. Jackass 4 will be the first film involving the whole Jackass cast to be made since the death of Ryan Dunn in 2011.
4: One I think my favorite thing that they ever did was when they had the um the, the love note that was in the hotel uh uh hallway where so it was written and <laughs> yeah and the, the writing got smaller and smaller and smaller <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that yeah. you had to get closer to read it and there was a boxing glove on a spring. <laughs> That punched the people in the face. That to me is
0: because so... <laughs> they got so many people with it. Oh, yeah. I love it.
4: It's so good.
0: Some of their some of their more yeah, some of their stupidest ones are my favorites because I think it might have been the first movie, but they did air horn golf, and these people were at they went to a golf course and they hid in the woods, and right before these guys would hit their golf shot, they they would yeah. hit the horn. And eventually it really pissed some people oh, off. Uh-huh. like crazy started coming yeah. at them, yeah. and it was hilarious. Well, I loved
4: it. when the guy got so mad that he turned around and went to hit the golf ball at them. At them, yeah. And, and they, they were hit, loving it. And there. they hit the horn. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes.
5: It takes a, a really smart kind of idiot to pull off yeah. that level of genius because yeah. they're so stupid in yeah. such a
0: smart way. We're so yeah. smart in such a stupid way. So they're off to a good start. Yeah. Yeah, two days yeah, yeah. in in the hospital. <laughs> Hilary Duff is sharing the sad news. That Lizzie McGuire reboot is dead. No, sad, <laughs> sad. Uh, despite everyone's best efforts and fans' hopes, uh, she said, "I've been so honored to have the character of Lizzie in my life. She has made such a lasting impact on me, including myself. To the to see the fans' loyalty and love for her to this day means so much. I know the efforts and conversations have been everywhere trying to make me uh, make a reboot work, but sadly." And despite everyone's best efforts, it is not going to happen. So they are not going to go forward. With I don't know what the details. I, I,
3: I occasionally saw that it wasn't. It was not. It was not geared towards me at the time it was out. But I
0: always thought she was adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Okay. The masked singer was revealed last oh. night. Oh. If you oh, if you don't want to know who it is, then don't listen for just a moment. But uh, they revealed it. Do we have the actual reveal? It is the, the reveal audio? with
3: the name mentioned by Nick Cannon.
0: I tried to pull up a couple. I, we, I just have the clip. I tried to pull up a couple of written stories. They're, they're like, they're, they're. each story I read was like a novel of everything that went on this season. I'm like, I don't. It's, it's just, give me the basics you, here.
3: You don't give an F.
0: No, I don't,
3: really. I no. don't
5: Mm-mm. give but, but, a F. Real, real quick, though. We Somebody on this show called it. Was it me or you? you Nick? No, no, no. I asked, and you mm-hmm. called it. This was two months ago. Right. If it was who I, it? I, oh, I asked okay. uh, who, the, okay. who the son was. Yeah, I
0: remember the name coming up,
5: and Casey I, uh, predicted it. Correctly. Okay. Well, here you go. Okay, panel. Let's see if any of you are right.
3: Are you guys ready for this? Yeah, yeah, Who's behind yeah. the mask of our champion? Say it with me, son. We have to know who you are. Take it off. Oh. oh my.
8: Yeah, just...
0: Leanne Rimes. They hey, actually got a singer. A real. They actually
5: got someone with a career. Well, yes, yeah, So singer, yeah. The reason I brought it up was I don't watch the show very often, but I was very impressed by her ability, by the son's ability to sing, and I was curious as to who it was because I knew that I wasn't going to watch it most of the rest of the season. And when I, w- we talked about it on the show, Casey nailed it. I'm, I'm impressed, Casey. Nice work, man. No. Yeah. It's Thank so you. dumb. It's uh, really. No, I love
3: the recap. So Last <laughs> night, awful. the asparagus turned in a great performance.
0: Who were the other ones? Who, who was mushroom and dragon? Because they they were the they were the people that were the potential, the other potential final uh, three. I tried to read it, like I said, yeah. it, was, it was too freaking long. So, right, anyway, you don't care. Um, so, <laughs> oh wait, the the mushroom, allo
3: black, don't know, and third place, Nick Carter, who performed as
0: the crocodile. Oh, really. Okay, all right, then that, that would have been them. So, it could Leanne, Jimmy
3: Carter, for all I care,
0: a legit uh, singer, you know, has a great uh, career. Yeah, well, since she it was, was a, kid, had a great career <laughs> until now. <laughs> uh, so, anyhow, all right, there you go. Uh, what else do I have for you here? How about uh, this? That's kind of pleasant to see this. We were just talking about John Larroquette a couple of weeks ago. Night Court is about to come to order again. John Larroquette is going to reprise his role as prosecutor Dan Fielding. In a reboot of no the way. NBC series that ran from 1984 to I, 1992, I'd make him the judge, right? Oh. Well, oh. here's the deal: they, it's going. The update will center on Abby Stone, daughter of Harry Stone. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so she is going to be a judge. All right. right? Uh, okay. So that it will be focused around that, and so obviously Harry and and uh, Dan had a relationship together, so it will continue in that way. All All right. Right. Harry died, right? Harry died in 2018. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so, the actor, uh, so, um, John LaRiquette, who won four Emmy Awards as fielding, will also serve as a producer on the new series, which is being developed by NBC. Melissa Rauch, who is the executive producer of The Big Bang Theory, uh, is going to be behind this as well. So that's, you know, a good pedigree. Oh huh, is Melissa, isn't she a
3: cast member as well? I don't know. Uh, yes. Yeah, she played, um, she, she was the uh, squeaky-voiced, um, girlfriend. Okay. wife. Bernadette, Bernadette. Bernadette. Bernadette, Yeah. So she's going to be executive
0: producer. Oh, right. All right. Uh And so she, yeah, this gal uh, is going to play Abby Stone, daughter of Harry Stone, the unorthodox judge with a penchant for Magic and Mel Torme, played by Harry Anderson. And like father, she is also a judge in a Manhattan night court uh, who presides over some unusual cases. So this uh, Melissa Rauch is, um, uh, is is
3: a looker. She didn't play one on the show, you know. Okay, But yeah, there'll be a good dynamic there. OK, I give this. Uh Nick's seal of approval. Okay. I want to see Marky Post. I uh I always loved her. Marky Post was awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Last thing I remember her in was uh um Something about Mary. She yep. played the mom. She's on a Lifetime movie too, Preston. Is a she? Lifetime Christmas movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. They right had
5: a, uh, a mini reunion of Night Court on an episode of Thirty Rock, and uh, it was uh, Kenneth the Pages. He always wanted to see Marky Post and Harry Anderson get married, and so they. Had, they but they did not involve John Larroquette for some reason on huh. that episode. Oh. So um, this will be cool, and, and sadly without Harry Anderson, but it'll be nice to have. Right. I love that show.
0: All right, another, uh, well, this is not a reboot or a remake, but Seth MacFarlane is reviving the Revenge of the Nerds film with Keith and Kenny Lucas, identical twins who have signed on to write and star.
4: Okay, we've had them in the studio. Before. We have,
3: yeah.
0: Those, Oh, those guys. Yeah. Interesting.
4: Yeah, they were in 22 Jump Street?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think it was 22, 22. Yeah,
3: they're yeah. The, they're the uh, the fraternity guys across the hallway. Yeah, yeah, they're very funny.
0: So McFarlane will produce, and it will not be a remake. So it's a fresh uh, it's a fresh look at this. So. Yeah. All right. Um, Netflix has commissioned a four part documentary series based on the book written by Pope Francis, sharing the wisdom of time. Uh, the series. Will be I a-
3: enjoy the Tiger King.
0: Uh, the series will be released in 2021. It will feature men and women aged 70 and over sharing their stories with young filmmakers who are from the same country they are. And then they do crazy stunts, right? And it
3: will feature an interview. <laughs> this one is called Wrestling
0: the Alligator. And a, it will feature a uh, an interview with the Pope as well. So Getting cool. kicked in the nuts. <laughs> All right, one last
3: thing. How about this? Let me just can I jump in here, quickly, Preston? Yeah, I saw this. I forgot to tell you about it. Netflix has a is it, is it okay? Go ahead. Four part documentary on the Night Stalker.
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah. Did you I see that, it. Richard uh, Ramirez? Yeah, I saw. It It looks great. A, a cap, a screen yes. cap for it. So I'm I'm on board. Yeah, absolutely. So how about this, Steve? Hulu right. has recruited Lily James and Lily. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, yeah.
1: Lily, Lily. To star in
0: a limited series about the relationship between Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson, no. yeah, and Sebastian Stan, I think is a good choice for Tommy Lee. Man. He, he's a good choice.
3: Lily uh, uh, Collins, interesting.
0: I, I believe, I, you know, I yeah. think they'll do her upright. They'll, they'll do her up
3: that. That'll be cool. I liked the uh, relationship as depicted in The Dirt. Yeah. Which was just a small portion of it because he also had Heather Locklear.
0: And obviously they will cover their notorious sex tape. Seth Rogen will also star. Not sure who he's going (laughs) to play. The pair were married less than a week after they met in 1995. I didn't know it was that short. No. And a tape they made having sex during their honeymoon was stolen and distributed online. Uh, They split in 1998. Uh, and oh yeah, they got married for less than a week after they met. Okay, so I, th- I thought they were only yeah, I thought it was a little, a little bit longer. Yeah. Do you remember when that sex tape came out? Oh and, and yeah, you, I,
3: I mean honestly, we all... we all
0: commented, it's, it's pretty good. And and yeah. not only that, Tommy hung like a horse. Yeah, I mean yeah, like, yeah. we were very <laughs> surprised at that. Right. Uh, during their marriage, uh, Lee pleaded no contest to spousal battery against Anderson and was sentenced to six months in jail. So.
2: I remember uh, that video was like that was like a huge deal. Why oh, yeah. why was it such well, a big deal? Just cuz it was she was on her? fire
0: her career.
3: Like I remember yeah.
2: get, like I forget who it was. Um I guess maybe was I in college? Like I remember somebody being like I got my hands on it and we all like went over and watched it.
0: <laughs> well, because number one it was a power couple. You had yeah, two yeah. two people from from music and and uh uh acting and modeling. Right. And it was graphic. I mean, it wasn't it was, he was, it's as they say in the business, POV. Right. It was point of view. And so it was... Uh, and, and by the way, good camera work because yeah. he's covering his own Hummer yes. while he's
3: driving. Yeah. And she's down in the passenger seat. Oh, and, and then I didn't was, see that one. I only yeah. saw so the, the, the boat. The boat. Yeah. So the boat is, yeah. a lot of people have only seen the boat, but it begins oh. with them driving to the boat. And she uh, is giving them oral pleasures while they're driving. So
2: you saw the extended version. I did. I saw the director's
3: (laughs) cut. I saw the Snyder cut. With commentary and and the whole thing.
0: Yeah. So um, anyhow, I'm not sure when this will come out, but they are working on that. So Hulu has got Lily James and Sebastian stand on board for it. All right. We are ready for clips. (coughs) Excuse me. All right. Let's start here. Uh, Thanks to its strong fan base, The Expanse is back for season number five, and in this clip, Stephen Strait explains why he thinks The Expanse has a cult-like fan base. I think
4: it's the themes, the themes that it tackles, and I think science fiction is
9: almost unique in this way of using allegory to speak to all kinds of things. The writing is just so spectacular. The story really speaks to just about everybody. I think
0: people appreciate that. Plague. Uh, the start of the Expanse's fifth season is available on Amazon Prime now. It's a good show. You know
3: who's on it? That actress when she gave the acceptance speech. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I forget her name. She, I think she's Indian. Clearly a chain Not, smoker. She's. Uh, I think she's Iranian. She's is person. she okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, she does have. <laughs> a-
0: Here's the next clip. Follow American fashion stylist Jenna Lyons and her team of designers as they tackle everyday design projects imaginable, or every design project imaginable, in the TV series *Stylish*. In this clip, star Jenna Lyons discusses whether she expected to share so much of her personal life in the show. Here we go. Oh,
4: oh damn it!
0: Sorry, I went up to
4: I went up two instead of one. That was uh, Leanne Rhymsting. Let me singing. tell
3: you about my life.
5: It's an odd clip.
3: <laughs> My name is Jenna Lion. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, wow. Right. Oh, right.
6: All right. I remember really early on one of the network executives saying to me, Are you ready for this? You can't know until you're in it. It's a little bit like having a kid. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. There were some really, really hard moments. But I think at the same time, I enjoy when people like share because I do think it helps people, you know, connect. And so I kinda let go at one point and was like fine, whatever. I don't I don't want I don't think I wanna see it.
0: Stylish is can be streamed on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good to watch stylish for to be on the HBO Max. It's a sensitive. quick thing I want to add,
3: Preston. Stylish is can be steam- streamed on HBO Max. Since this is entertainment break. Yes. the uh, we, we were talking about the, the Great Christmas Challenge, and you were talking about Storybook Land? Yeah. It was on last night. Yeah, my wife texted me. I missed it. Was it good? It was very good. Yeah. Uh, so what they did is they called them the heavyweights. Okay. we competing. competing. Yeah. So that's how they... It's normally a show about people's homes. Right. So they took like little uh, like amusement parks and things, smaller level, not like Disney World. Right.
0: But uh, it was good. I mean, it's... Very impressive. Storybook Land does that every year. And, in fact, they have a Christmas village that's up year-round. Even in the summertime, you can go there and see the Christmas village, which is pretty cool. My question is, when did they record these things? Because I was thinking that, too. Steve. There's yeah. no,
5: There are no masks. There's no... Well, this one, it looked like they had... Um, a they, reduced... Yeah, and they also had... There were, um, like, uh, fall foliage so it, i think that they shot it in um this year not that okay. long ago but but i was wondering the same thing because it's it's got to be recent right you would imagine i mean maybe they asked them as president says that particular setup is up
3: year round right right
0: but um yeah the the um it seems new right it but was, i just
3: wondered how they were getting away with it it looked cool, cool. yeah
0: All right, listen, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, Jim Jackson, our buddy on the show, Dee Snyder, also another friend on the program as well, and we'll get into some other things when we get back. Stay with us.
6: Want to see something funny? Uh, Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. And
0: with the first snowfall of the year comes all kinds of interesting things. Because, listen, we got we didn't get it last year. No, we got nothing. So it's it's been a while. And it wasn't yeah. until uh, yesterday when I was having some snowblower issues. And I'm, once again, I want to thank this guy, Bill Alexander, who's in my area, who came over to help out. And he was like, yeah, you haven't used this thing in two years. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. You're right. We, we haven't, we had no snow. you know so dusting. much about me, Bill. <laughs>
2: last year there was a dusting and yeah. that was it.
0: Uh, yeah. So, so we never had real snow. We got a look at a little bit of it, yeah. but we didn't get the, the real deal. Not like this. No, yeah. last night was, you know, the real deal. It wasn't crazy. No. You know, it's eight inches at most in some areas, I think. Um, but enough to remind you that it can be. Um, it can be a pain in the ass. Well, yeah. I was talking to uh, to Connor,
3: uh, a super uh, a production assistant here on the show, and uh, he was uh, talking about... You know, we, we were sort of bemoaning the fact that people, um, I, I don't know, maybe you forgot last year, but there are certain things you do and don't when driving in snow, yeah. and people forget about those simple things, yeah. and it's incredibly frustrating.
0: Yeah, there were people sliding all over the road last night. Um, but it was uh, so it was this mix. At first, it was heavy, wet snow. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then, like clockwork, like they had predicted, the, the sleet started yeah. happening. And then that brought on a whole other set of issues with, uh, with driving. Crusty
3: snow. Yeah. Yes, which makes yeah. it uh, a little bit more difficult. But the thing I want to say just uh, uh, as you're if you're going out and about today and you end up in a, at an intersection, don't pull up into the intersection. Hang back because the stuff gets all mushy, freezes over. That's where you're going to get stuck. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Right. Stay back. Get some momentum when you go through and the light turns green or whatever, and then
0: proceed. You won't get stuck. So there was an issue last night with, with some of the lights uh, while well, I got here into Bella Kenwood on City Avenue, and I was going to make a left by the 6ABC building. Is that Monument? Is that? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so making a left there, the left-hand turn lane arrows, you can only make a left with an arrow. There's no just generic green light that allows you to go. So That there's blows. An, there's left turn signal. It wasn't coming on. Are you kidding? No, no, no. So so people were just like, screw it. We're going. Yeah. Because traffic was getting way backed up. And once that started happening, what some of the people weren't paying attention to was when... The general direction oh, that we were going in turned red, and then the other way had the right-of-way. Yeah. People just kept going. I'm like, no, 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 no. So when I, I got up to my turn, I stopped. And That'd I'm be like, dangerous without snow. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, But I also understand, look, at some point we have to turn, even though yeah. the light is red. It's not turning. I don't know if the... If it was the snow buildup, couldn't detect that the car was there at the light to, you know, because there's a magnetic thing underneath yeah, there yeah, yeah. Uh, that, can, that uh, knows when there's a, a giant metal object above it. So let me ask you, because during normal conditions, non-snowing time,
5: uh, if you approach an intersection, say it's like uh, 5 in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, you're waiting there and it's safe to cross, you're legally allowed to cross, right? You don't have to wait for it to turn green. What are, what's the protocol during uh, a snowstorm? What are, like what are the legal protocols? Can you, I don't know. Can you think you're going legally allowed to commit murder? I don't right, think yeah. it's I, that I, far. I, I'm not, I'm not they're busy with I, the
8: snow. I,
2: I think it's like yeah. the purge. Like
4: a, so, yeah. is <laughs> ride on red an actual thing? It is. Yeah.
5: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um,
4: unless we it's posted, about it unless it's posted
5: otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. No
0: turn on red. Right.
4: Yeah. No. 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 Ride on red. Meaning oh. ride on Red. ride you... on red. Which I so I looked into this summer because I kept running into this issue. I and I have since. Change my way in uh, in how I come into work, but baby, I love your way. Baby, I love your way. <laughs> but I was running into this issue uh, every single morning on Westchester Pike, uh, at, at Country Club Lane. Okay, it's a one way road. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Country Club. Uh, it's it's near oh, Lanark- Look, it's the radio guy. <laughs> um,
4: but it was really really frustrating. Where Westchester Pike, you know, where a majority of the traffic is, especially at five in the morning was Getting about 15 seconds of green light and country club lane, which was a one way road that no cars were ever on, was getting about two straight. I timed it, it was two minutes of a so green So, this light. is with
3: bad weather, or just no, this is just, just regular, regular, but this is where okay. this is
4: where I'm going into Ride on Red real All quick, right, okay? Uh, and so I had to look up what Ride on Red was, and Ride on Red is if you are at a light that is either uh, clearly malfunctioned or uh, is, and it's safe clearly for you. malfunctioning. That's what I was thinking too. All right, go ahead. It's clearly malfunctioning or uh, it's a situation like I was, uh, you know, uh, encountering, which is there are no other cars in the road. I, th- I think. You can go through the red light. I you think can.
3: Honestly, like this morning I went through a couple case because there, there's, there was nobody around. Uh-huh. I did not want to stop because it was. You know you you're you're going to get stuck, yeah. And so I uh, I just figured,
0: listen, this is a completely empty road. I'm going to do it. I wouldn't do it otherwise. Hang on here, okay, Casey. Here here. Okay, right on red. Here's here's where it's written. Right on red law. Simply put, it allows for any vehicle, car, bicycle, motorcycle, or otherwise, to proceed with caution at an intersection if the signals. If the traffic signal's vehicle detection system fails to recognize it, the signal should be treated like a stop sign in this scenario. So that is what I experienced last night. But it says it is important to note, however, that this does not mean you can treat any red light as a stop sign. It must be malfunctioning.
4: Yeah. So what I was encountering is a clear malfunction. When a one-way road that no cars are on are getting two straight minutes of green light and... Westchester Pike is getting fifteen seconds. Especially when it's a
0: malfunction. That
4: is a malfunction, clearly. And you're clearly. And and I'm I'm I'm, I apologize, Nick. No, but I'm not just like talking out my
5: ass right now, just because it it supports my claim. I agree with you. Yeah, you're experiencing it every day, Uh and so therefore, to me, that's an indication that this is not functioning the way that it should be functioning. Therefore, that is a malfunction. So, I, I and the reason I bring it up, Steve, is that I encounter it every day too. When I leave my neighborhood, there's a light that just simply does not turn. And this is every day for me. So are you now aware I, of the uh, the Judge Dread caveat, which is at that point you are the law? I <laughs> yeah. have become the law. Yeah, yeah. At that particular intersection, so to me now every day when I approach that light, I know what the pattern of behavior right. for that light is. Therefore, I believe this is a belief. <laughs> that I am in the legal right to go through that light and
0: treat it it like a stop sign. I I break the law, therefore I am. I think you guys are wrong. I I think that they're set at certain times to be a pain in the ass like that. No way. Hang on a second. Because a main thoroughfare at 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning uh, is an open license. Not an open license, but it's an invitation to speed and just tear up down through those. So that's why they put those... Red lights there to slow that down. Especially if it's a residential
3: area, right. which they don't want. For example, the street <laughs> in front of my house, yeah. is uh, so it's stop signs. If we didn't have stop signs, I guarantee you right. people would be hauling ass. Through. Yeah. I don't know,
0: talked but I'd talk to your township. But- I'd talk to, you know, no. if, if you... If so, you have an issue, tell them what's going on. Uh, we, we
2: talked about this not that long ago. We had a cop call in and, and say, yes, you can go through it. It's like at your discretion and also at the officer's discretion, on, you know, right, if he sees right, you. Right. But that, yes, it, it is a thing.
4: So I tried to reach out to, uh, I guess it was like PennDOT or whatever, the same way because I had run into an, an issue on City Line Avenue where four lights were red at the same exact time for like two minutes straight. And it's like, well, you can't have all red lights. And it was happening a lot. And then uh, so then I was able to alert them via Twitter, believe it or not. And the problem actually got fixed. I tried to attempt to do the same thing with Country Club Lane and Westchester Pike and nothing had happened. And I'm like, it, it was just it was causing me too much anxiety. And so I had to uh, just change my route altogether.
0: So take this for what it is. It's just one person texting yeah. in case it says, I had a similar situation. PennDOT will tell you it's a program for that time of day. So, yes, Presbo, they said. There you go.
5: Well, it's a terrible program. I, uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yep. So you alerted them via Twitter? Mm-hmm. Uh, PennDOT. Specifically, yeah. all right. Well, maybe I'll try that for my neighborhood.
0: Okay. Um, so, anyhow, driving. You know, keep an eye out. It's going to be a little bit uh, funky. They're still clearing some of the roads this morning, and and hopefully they all the lights are working properly. We'll see. But another thing that is quite enticing, besides the we guess what I get to do uh, aspect <laughs> yes. of fresh snow on the ground, uh, is sledding. Yes. Uh, so Yay! clearly, guess <laughs> what I get to do. There was no sledding last year, so obviously people in my neighborhood, as I was leaving last night, kids were already and it was. There yes. was, you know, maybe an inch on the ground, and they were all going crazy. out. They were yeah. in the road trying to sled, and I'm That's like... the safest, right? Get out of the road, kids. Uh, but anyhow, uh, there was a study that finds it might be a higher-risk activity than you might think. Researchers from the Nationwide no. Children's Hospital... <laughs> Found that over two hundred twenty thousand four hundred patients were treated in the U.S. emergency departments for injuries related to sledding. Now this that's between two thousand eight and two thousand seventeen, so that's a chunk of time. Yeah, yeah. So you can the odds are with you. <laughs> uh, s- go for it. Sixty three percent were injured uh, uh, sledding due to collision, either with an object or uh, in the, or an object in the environment. Uh, that was 47 percent let me see. it says 63 percent all right anyway it's the new 47 percent uh when they uh okay so either with an object in the environment at 47 percent when they hit the ground at 16 percent or when they ran into another person at 10 percent so or, or a sled 7 percent so most likely it's when you hit like a tree or a rock or something like that and then the second uh, is when you hit the ground uh, third is when you slam into another person or a sled one of
3: my favorite things to see and it's terrible i know it's probably a character flaw but when you'd have somebody who had the the sled and they have the plastic sled and they're going to go running and then yeah. jump on it and the sled really doesn't move and they just go yeah. sky oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. right right over the top of it I love yeah that. it's easy to get injured um i mean well what's the tech like i mean as far as Has there been any great innovation? No, not really. It's still the same same stuff. This pretty much the same stuff, right?
0: Toboggan or inner tube. Inner tube, and that's how come that's been so lax for the most part. Well, the
2: toboggans, so they they the plastic is a little bit thicker. They kind of have like uh, little (laughs) straps on the side you can hold on to. They've a little bit, but essentially, it's the same thing.
5: Toboggans you really need a lot of snow if you only yeah. have a, an inch or two of snow, you're not going anywhere in a toboggan. they're too heavy, right we,
2: I, where we used to sled when we were kids, there was a creek at the bottom of it, so oh, and you yeah. would have to like fall off you gotta bail it, you have to bail <laughs> in yeah. order to not so Essentially, somebody would get wet, sure. and then that was when it was time to go home. All right, it's over, <laughs> It's right. over. It's like it's a wonderful yeah. life where yeah. you,
3: you lose your hearing, and
0: then you uh, you end up being visited by an angel. We're yeah. watching uh, videos of kids wiping out on, on sleds, so there's also the disc. Uh, that you said I didn't, always, always, I didn't always like, like See,
2: no. that was my go to yeah. I,
3: I, I, I didn't like it because I didn't feel like you were spinning around I like to look forward however it, in, in light snow they worked very well
4: well that was yeah. the
2: thing it worked in any snow yeah. and you would you'd always get down to the bottom and you went pretty quick well, when
4: we were in college Kath I don't know if you guys did this but we would grab the trays from the uh, dining hall sure. and use them <laughs> Kathy we I mean I uh,
3: seeing... Casey we'd use the cafeteria workers the old women
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: go down come on Mad
0: yeah but, we were and, at
2: the bar. I didn't sled in college.
0: Watching <laughs> watching videos right now. There's also, every now and then, and I think I probably made my parents buy one of these when I was a kid, too, is the kind of... Sled bike, thing yes. with the skis on the bottom. That never and you, works. It never <laughs> worked. Do you know you where you got it?
3: Steer those things. You got it because of the movie Help. Do you remember that? The, oh yeah, yeah. Sure. And I, I wanted the exact same thing. I got one. It's impossible. Yeah, those things don't work. Well, what about these things that are um, uh, snow uh, snow skates? Have you seen
0: those? Snow skates. Yeah. I know the snow blades at Casey has, which are smaller skis, but no. Yeah, they're they're
3: kind of a new thing. On Shark Tank, they had something that was like a...
0: um, Can you describe it? It's
3: basically just the length of the actual boot itself,
0: and it's whatever surface is underneath it makes it... Well, I hope so, because as a kid, too, they had these things that essentially looked like that. It was like a little toboggan you could put on your boot. Yeah. Piece of crap. didn't work at all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, all right, so we're looking at this. I don't see how that would work, Steve. It looks Seriously? too small. It does, but yeah. so to get speed, were... that's why longer skis. Right, essentially you go faster, right? Depending on downhill stuff. Yeah, just yeah the longer skis. Yeah. Um. So the sh- these seem too short to really get any. That's why I was wondering if they're worth it. Stability.
4: No, well, you know well, what? They're a... probably only worth a damn, Steve, if it is icy or out. Right. Okay. Uh, right. I don't think that would work Jesus. on pack pack
0: uh, like we're looking at it videos. A guy Nick has pulled this up. Videos of guys going sixty-eight miles per hour on it's those things. It's already a sport. Yeah. Get out of here.
5: Yeah. I mean, these people are treating it like actual skis, but they're skates, and uh, it it looks like an X game sport.
0: Whoa.
5: So it,
3: it looks like someone like just on their regular. If you were not looking closely, it just looks like someone in their regular yeah. shoes. Yeah. Looks okay. like barefoot water ski. Holy I Jesus! I think I need those. That's crazy. Because listen,
4: I I have snowblades, and I love those. Okay. Uh, these things.
0: Case, cases is this something you think you could do? Oh yeah, easily. What was that sport in Olympics that they ended up outlawing because people got killed? was it was it speed skiing Oh, it was uh uh it was ski brissing. The- no, it was, it was just straight down. It was straight down, super long, fat, and they they had to get rid of it because it was way too dangerous. There was and no the, slaloming. Yeah, no, the guys' yeah. helmets had this like uh, yeah. teardrop shape that went into yep. a point behind them.
3: These guys on these snow skates,
0: pressing are booking. That looks suicidal right <laughs> there, dude. That looks insane. Mm. Uh, but I think that speed skiing, they were going to speeds of like almost a hundred miles an hour. I don't like getting that fast when I go no, skiing. No. I, I like skiing. I really enjoy it. <laughs> but man, when I go super fast, that's
5: when I, listen, maybe it makes me a giant puss, but it no. makes, I get scared. Man, Have you
3: ever been to the top? Have you ever been to the top of an actual ski jump, like an Olympic level oh, yeah. ski jump? No, Calgary. No. So I've been to one yeah. it out of season. It was in the summer. <laughs> Nick, it was as if you
5: were standing on the
3: top of a skyscraper And you're intent looking to, down. Yeah and you go you,
0: down that. As fast as you can to jump as far as you can. <laughs> it's not human. No. To catch air for I No. That's insane. That's nuts. Uh there, there's a um there's a Netflix series on right now. Rain mm. Wilson is the um yeah. uh, executive producer of it and it's called uh We Are the Champions. And they cover, Steve, the people that do in in England, the cheese rolling uh-huh. down the hill. <laughs> and that, without any snow on it, when you're looking at the top of how steep that hill is, oh, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. It's insane. So I can't imagine uh, ski jumpers. And, yeah, we're looking at this, this speed skiing sport that I was talking about in the Olympics. It's it's. It's death on skis.
3: Do you remember Graham, I think it was Graham Chapman, was a proponent of this one unique sport, a la the Rain Wilson show, Preston, where they would actually sit playing a piano as it went down a mountain. So they were, everything mm-hmm. was on like a, was uh, a sport. It was a novelty sport. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you could, Nick, I don't know if uh but he, he did, he did that once. And um, I mean, you're with the piano, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. It's pretty horrendous. It's a little heavy. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh so yes, uh people by the way, as far as far as injuries go with sledding, uh people who are injured in a collision were also more likely to get a head injury. Yeah. And more than twice as likely to be hospitalized than uh, patients injured in other ways. I put on a helmet last night when I was snow blowing. Uh, The good news is that the rate of sledding-related injuries in the U.S. in hospital emergency rooms decreased over the 10-year study, so that's good. Uh, But despite this, over 13,000 patients were still treated for sledding-related injuries in the most recent year of the study. There's nothing like catching a long ride on a oh, sled, it's the best. It's
3: just the best, especially if you're in a, in a in a cool area and it's just the right temperature. You got warm clothes. You don't go into a creek, as Kathy said. All right, uh, so it's here's awesome. a, here's yeah. a question
0: for you. The worst part about sledding, walking back up the oh, yeah. hill. Oh yeah, yeah. So are there are there ski lifts for sledders anywhere? <laughs> I mean, there's tubing hills. There's tubing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm wondering if there's an actual lift for, and, and I guess the reason you don't go sledding on ski slopes is because it's too steep. Because when you are when you're in a sled, as opposed to skiing, snowboarding, stuff like that, you have the ability to slow down and stop. Are we doing it wrong? Should we be going from the bottom of the hill to the top? No. What we should have is a braking system. Yeah, uh, yeah. that would be good for skiing or snowboard or skiing or I'm I'm sorry, sledding. No. Huh.
4: Or or you could just get a giant rope. And uh, bring that with you. And so when you get to the bottom of the hill, people at the top of the hill can just kind of pull you up. And, uh, and, you and
0: just out. so I you don't
3: have, have to hold it. the top of the
0: hill. So uh, the, the, the fastest I remember ever going on a sled, or the most outrageous, w- was using a tube. Um, so yeah. we, there was this area behind yeah, yeah. The, our local mall when I was growing up, and it was suicide. It was man-made. <laughs> it was a super-duper steep <laughs> And they had these plateaus that would come out. And there were three oh, of them. Awesome. So it would go down steep, yeah. plateau, down steep, plateau, down steep. And so when you would go off that plateau, <laughs> it launched you like a ramp. You were holding on to the handles? Uh, no, not even. Like just like like an actual tire air yeah. tube. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it was... It was outrageous, and you could only do it when because there was a lot of uh, uh, brush and overgrowth on these. Yeah, so it had to be really steep or a really uh, deep snowfall. To right, get right, it. right. That's the fastest I've ever gone on um, on sledding. It's conditions. One, one of those things that when you commit to God, it and you're it underway, crazy. you're
5: like, "This is great! This is great! <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God. laughs>
8: <laughs> it's still yeah. great!" Yeah.
5: I was wondering if that um, one lone uh, slope in Conchaquen opened up because they they don't oh, have yeah. any ability to make snow there. Yeah. They have to wait for snow to fall from the sky, and yeah. so, um, and it's got, I think it only has one lift. It has uh, a rope yeah. pole, does it not? Or does it have
3: an actual ski no, it's, lift? No, you it's sit on it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? It's a, a yeah, toe, right? Seats. Is it a toe? I, I thought there were there
5: were actual seats. T-lift? Is that what you it might call it? It might be a T-lift. I think right. T-bar, yeah. Yeah, um, and so, but yeah, they haven't been able to operate the last okay. few years because of, uh, we just haven't had any, uh, or enough snow. It's uh,
2: Wissahick Ski Club. Right. And it looks like, yeah, it is a T-bar. So what is a T-bar? Okay.
0: So it's a, it's essentially, it's a bar that yeah. has a cross at the bottom, a T, yeah. and you put it between your legs. Oof. And, uh, and it essentially, it, it goes between your legs and comes up under your butt. Oh, comes up under your butt. <laughs> And, uh, and you just, you go like this okay. and, and it pulls you up. Oh yeah. I know. It looks like I'm double hand, <laughs> double. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Doing a double hand. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. uh, I don't think you put it between your legs. What's that? I don't think you put it between your legs. Yeah, you do. Uh, how, how are snowboarders going to do that?
4: Uh, that I don't know. Well, the snowboarders will, they, they just, uh,
0: they take their feet two.
4: off. They take one foot off.
0: Yeah. I, you know yeah, what? That's a good question. I don't know how you would do a T-bar if you're a snowboarder. It was, uh, I, I, I used it in, in Vail, Kathy, when I, when we went skiing. So, um, but yeah, you had to put it between your legs like this. You can pull up a T-bar. And uh, see what it looks like. But... It's under,
3: uh, go to bustiations.com.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that would work for snowboarders. Uh, let me go to Zach. Hey, Zach, good morning.
9: Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, so I actually have seen
0: two different types of like lifts um,
7: that can help you with sleds. There's like one where it's like a big conveyor belt. You literally just walk on it and it slowly <gasps> will walk you up the. Uh, oh.
9: That's awesome. What does it do?
0: Yeah. It's like a it's- conveyor belt.
2: Oh, they that's have, great. They have that at um. What is? I think it's the one Bear the mountain Creek? in Schwanksville. Is that um Bear Creek? Is it not Bear Creek? Oh, no, Spring, is Spring Mountain. Spring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have they have one of those. The conveyor do they? Belt. Yeah, not for sledding. For for like kids that are learning to ski or well, snowboard. That's, that's got to be. Within is the it past Bear few Creek? Yeah. That's awesome.
9: Yeah, and I've also seen ones where it's literally just a rope with a bunch of handhelds, and you right. sit in your inner tube, you hold on to it, and it'll pull you up the side of the
0: mountain. yeah for tubes i just didn't know if you could bring a sled and and do that type of thing that's a good question okay. interesting zach so we just saw a video of how you use a t-bar if you're a snowboarder you just you you kind of go sideways and you hook it under one leg one leg yeah instead of uh both legs which uh the skiers would do so huh? interesting uh hang on a second let me go to drew hi drew
9: good morning hey good morning guys you guys rock you, <laughs> what's up drew All right, so I was at the Sledden hill last night with my daughter, and I kept hearing a motor, and I kept seeing kids flying across the bottom of the field, you know, the flat part where the uh, baseball fields are. So I walk over just to see what it is, and I asked the kid. I said, "Hey, w- what is this?" Apparently, he made it. It was a welded platform, and it had you know one of those gasoline motors from Harbor Freight on it with a pulley and a chain, and had he yo he had disc brakes on it and everything. And I was like, "Man, that's wild! That's really cool." He says, "You want to try it?" I was like, "Well, of course I do." <laughs> <laughs> so. I pulled it out. I said, "How much rope I got?" He said, "600 feet." I went to the other corner of the field. He pulled me across. Oh I my was God. doing every bit of 40 miles an hour. <laughs> 40 what? miles an hour. This kid was a genius. Uh, God, That's amazing. Man. So he made it, apparently, because they go to a lake and wakeboard, and, you know, they just pull each other across the lake with it.
4: that's amazing. That's interesting.
9: And it worked fantastic. It was the most fun I've ever had with clothes on, I'm telling you. Uh, Yeah,
0: that's interesting. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate it, man.
9: You guys have a good one.
0: That was like, you know what that reminds me of is uh, when the uh, Nitro Circus, the last uh, time we went to it, They used to have this giant ramp that people would go down to get speed and then come up. Right, right. And then they changed it to this tow, essentially, this rope. That launches them? That that, that pulls them really fast, and then they go up off the ramp. So um, that's kind of what that sounds like when he says getting them up to 40 miles an hour. That's wild. So I wonder if you were to set up something like
3: that, I mean, so you don't necessarily have to go down a hill if you're getting... yeah
0: you wouldn't have to. Yeah. Uh we're looking at a video right now of somebody who has created something like that. Oh, this is the Nitro Circus yeah. thing. Okay. Uh yeah, so you would yeah, you wouldn't need a hill at all. You just need this apparatus to to launch you and uh and then you're going yeah, we're watching these videos. <laughs> you these definitely need to, need to attach uh, oh, that's fireworks to yeah. your feet. Yeah. That's wheels on his wheelchair. We've had him here. Oh in the yeah, he's before. great. Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh, hey oh, this guy does it in his iron lung Preston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put him in a cannon. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to Troy. Hi, Troy. Good morning.
9: Hey, guys. Sorry to bother you at work.
0: No, it's all good. What's up, buddy?
9: So, you guys are talking about the T-bar. I actually go
4: snowboarding with my dad, who's a skier, which it's a little bit difficult when you guys are on there. We've kind of figured it out. But the bar, will go, it does go in between your legs. I just favor one side of the bar or the other, uh-huh. and I'll rest the foot that I take off of the snowboard. I rest, them, rest the snowboard actually on the bar.
3: Yeah, it's right. kind of obvious. We just couldn't, I mean, we couldn't figure uh-huh. out how that'd be done, but you're just using, you're basically you're using half of the T-bar. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I use
4: whatever side I favor, and it's for me. It's my right, so I put my right foot up on the
3: bar and just kind of chill that way. Okay,
0: that's pretty cool. So, cool. what what places
3: around here, Preston? Do you think are going to be hopping
0: today? Thanks, Troy. Um, Spring Mountain for sure. Spring Mountain, yeah. My son called me last night, and he's like, "Can I go skiing so in the morning?" Mm-hmm. I do he hasn't done since he was a little kid, but he wants to do that today. I bet
3: you snow. Sp- if we have any kind of winter, especially with people being out of their minds, yeah, locked down and all this crap, are going to be going into. Uh, you know the snow sports are going to take off.
0: Yeah, our hill, our nearby hill, they shut down years ago, Bergie Hill, because a kid died there. It was horrible. Oh, we, we were there the day before it happened, oh. but mm-hmm. it's it's crazy steep and it's huge, it's gigantic. It goes down to a reservoir that's at the bottom of this. Oh, really big. Would the kid collide with a rock? Yeah, I think yeah. He, he hit his uh, his chest on a oh. rock. It was uh, terrible. Oh terrible, 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 uh, terrible story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, people are finding them. I mean, this is you know get out and enjoy we're going to have cold weather today and tomorrow on saturday so the 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 sledding will go into the weekend i think a- so do
2: you yeah. think any of the slopes will open early because of the snow
0: yeah i think they've been
3: making so. snow have they not
2: yeah i'm sure they have been i don't know been. yeah
3: i'm sure they've been like like But they're uh, not
2: but none of them or most of them are not open yet yeah, oh
3: really with yeah. with
0: covid
2: uh, is that what you mean
0: or just because of uh, I don't know why they're the season? not season
2: I thought yeah I thought the season but you have maybe it's to wear it a mask is COVID, over your I don't ski know. mask
0: I would imagine and this is just a guess that these places are kind of on standby that like when the forecast favors yeah. get ready you yeah. know right. because uh, they only get so many chances to make as money as you can imagine as you can imagine yeah yeah and sometimes like last year they get hosed I mean you know yes those the,
1: skates I'd like to try
0: The mountains were open but I I I doubt that Every single run was open, yeah. and so they have an opportunity huh. to, you know, make a little bit of cash. So, but I might be speaking out of a hiney hole. I don't it's know, possible. You know, <laughs> your butthole is very eloquent. But anyhow, should you be sledding, take the precautions, be ready, and obviously, uh, driving, you have to be careful too. So, we're gonna take a break. Come back in a second. We'll take a look at your forecast and uh, also the uh, traffic and uh, see where the problem areas you might be having an issue with are right, this morning. Bizarre file coming up too. Dee Snyder on the show, Jim Jackson as well. We got a lot to get to. Stay put. 93.3
6: WMMR and Parks Casino and Sportsbook present Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Polly Annabelle Edition. And the return of the horrendous holiday attire competition. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. This year's event is... Surprise! Going virtual. It's basically a good old-fashioned white elephant party. So get ready to steal your way to happiness. Tune in December 22nd. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors.
0: Like Acme Markets,
1: Keswick Cycle, and Squeezed.com.
6: Go to wmmr.com for details and online photo entry for the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle, the Polly Annabelle Edition, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. It's a Christmas Miracle and ninety-three-three WMMR, everything that rocks.
0: Let's take a trip into the bazaar.
6: Bizarre. Bizarre.
1: WMMR presents Desire. Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final.
0: Brought to you this morning by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly, Robbins, Delaware, Diamonds. We're going to start with a tragic story of uh, coincidence. A man killed himself with a single bullet. It also struck and killed another man oh. in an apartment. Oh my God! Oh man. Yeah. And they're not—they're saying it was just a an accident. Oh, you that, gotta be kidding! Me. That the other guy was killed right as he's dying. Oh. You gotta be kidding! You me. gotta be kidding! Me. Uh, Marcus McKay was dead at the scene, while Reed Carter died at the hospital. The sheriff's office said both were 22 years old. Uh, spokesman Derek Jackson said, "I understand that there is often speculation in situations like this, but we now know." This was a very tragic situation where one of the young men committed suicide, and in doing so, his friend was also accidentally shot and killed them both. Yeah, the second guy was actually standing up at that moment to cheer Leanne Rhymes. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. you know, uh, tragedy struck. It. At least he maybe he found out that Leanne was well. We won't even <laughs> we won't don't want to speculate. Out. A Tijuana man who smuggled more than 300 pounds of protected sea cucumbers into the United States was sentenced Monday to six months in custody by a federal judge in San Diego. Okay. The, um, you yeah. don't
4: see cucumbers, right, Case? Uh, well, yeah, I, I saw them. They're Dude, part of any sea salad. No. They actually kind of like... Um, you see this in Jackass? No. Okay. I did not. No, we did Diver Dan uh, in Maine, and uh, Diver Dan... To- Long story short, uh, he grabbed them. They they emit, like, it's almost like... Uh... Looks like semen. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking you. about. So, who's Diver Dan? It, it was this thing that we did with the kids. It was really cool. We went onto a boat. Diver Dan was on the boat. Hey, watch this, kids. Yeah. And that then...
3: looks like... G- yeah. yeah, I can't <laughs> say it. He
4: put on scuba gear and then dove down into the water. Oh, you're and like this. There was a camera with him, and we watched oh, him yeah. on the boat. And he collected all this stuff from the ocean floor, oh, and okay. then brought it up onto the boat. And we all got to play with it and stuff. Oh, yeah. That actually
3: sounds pretty cool. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: It was for kids, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Hey, <laughs> He's just the one that generates semen? Hey,
0: there's kids here. John <laughs> Torres drove to the United States at the uh, Ote Mesa port of entry last year. Was Buckery on that? Uh, with 101 undeclared packages of sea cucumbers concealed in the bed of his pickup truck. The cucumbers, which are protected, require a certificate of origin and import-export license. They're pretty big, aren't they? Which none of which he possessed. I, I think they're like a standard cucumber size. Yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit bigger, but... Uh, the value of the cucumbers exceeded $60,000. Wow. Oh, yeah. Must Did be... not know that they were
4: that valuable. Yeah, so. By the way, it's Diver Ed. I always say Diver Dan because they, you guys remember Dino, Diver, Dan. Dino Dan, the oh. kids' show. Okay. Okay. I'll, there
0: was I'll, a Diver Dan, though. I'll talk, trust you, you on that. Uh, I know Scuba Steve. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and Scuba Dan, <laughs> I mean, who's his dad. Uh, so animals are attracted to Christmas trees, it seems. Police in Scotland recently responded to a home After reports that a hawk flew in through an open window and then perched on the family's Christmas tree. Ah! A hawk. Ah! That would be kind of cool. It would be. Is that that a sign of good luck?
9: Maybe.
4: Well, not for the dog. It tried to kill the dog, didn't it?
0: Uh, In this story? Yeah. uh, I didn't see that part. (laughs) The Northeast Police Division responded along with personnel from the Northeast Wildlife and Animal Rescue Center, Newark uh, officials said the hawk was not injured and they released the bird outside. And they tried to kill our dog. Uh, they posted about the incident on Facebook, noting definitely a change from the partridge in a pear tree. It's a, it's a pretty big hawk. Yeah, man. and I tell you what, man, hawks, as beautiful as they are, and those birds of prey, you get close to them. Oh, they go, yeah. They get a little scary, man. <laughs> they they get that sharp beak and the talons and everything. They also right. projectile crap. Mm. Uh, do they? Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, The Westbrook Police Department says a man has been arrested for allegedly chasing McDonald's McDonald's employees with a chainsaw. Police say they were called to the area on Tuesday. The the suspect was arrested without incident. Officers say 26-year-old Alice Sweet of Portland entered McDonald's with a chainsaw, went behind the counter, and stole a drink and some food while revving the chainsaw. Don't Dude, you get a discount if you have a chainsaw? Well, if you're just going to get a burger and a drink with your chainsaw, can, you couldn't uh, rob the place? Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, maybe bum a couple you, bucks from somebody. do you want money? Yeah. So, police say when the manager confronted Sweet in the parking lot, Sweet chased the manager with the chainsaw and damaged two vehicles. You remember when it used to be samurai swords? Now it's chainsaws you've been having. Sweet is charged with robbery, criminal mischief, refusing to submit to arrest and violation of conditions of release. Here's a follow-up story. Seven- Tyson Foods plant managers who were accused of betting on how many employees would get coronavirus were fired on Wednesday. Uh, The suspected pool at Tyson's pork plant in Waterloo, Iowa, was first reported in November in a lawsuit filed by the son of uh, Isidro Fernandez, a plant employee who died from COVID-19. Lawsuit accuses of Tyson of... Uh, ac- accuses Tyson of disregarding worker safety while keeping the plant open and pressuring sick employees to keep working. Uh, but the most eye-catching accusation was that managers bet on how many employees at the Northeast Iowa plant would get the virus. Eventually, more than a 1,000 workers tested positive. Oh, man. Six of them died. After the suit was filed, Tyson suspended any. Accused managers without pay, hired a legal team by former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder to investigate the suit claims, and Wednesday's firings were the result of that investigation. Uh, and then we'll do one more story and wrap it up. Uh, st- <laughs> okay. Uh, no. Well, I mean, I can, but here you go. State investigators say Florida pastor who crusaded against alcohol sales on Sundays is now facing child pornography charges. Oh. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement reported 62-year-old William Dalton Millam. Was arrested Monday on two counts of promoting sexual performance on a child and 25 counts of possession of child pornography. That's the Pensacola News Journal reports that Milam, a pastor at Olivet Baptist Church, had vocally opposed liquor ordinances in 2016 to allow Sunday liquor sales. He doesn't want that. No, he picks his battles. Yeah, he does. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for now. We'll take a break. When we get back, our buddy Jim Jackson is going to be on the show. Yeah. If you've ever been interested in uh, sports casting, uh, Jim has a very interesting opportunity for you. I think we'll, I'm going to get into we'll it. Come back and we'll talk to him about that, as well as our buddy D. Snyder on in just a bit. So we got a bunch to get to. We'll be right back.
1: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy.
0: A couple things happening in the world of uh, hockey and the Flyers. Um, NHL is expected to announce details today regarding the upcoming season. Then we just got word yesterday that uh, Oscar Lindblom is uh, is cancer-free. Yeah, that's wow. awesome. Wonderful news, it's right? It's great. Um, so that's great. And then our buddy who we're going to talk to now is starting this cool thing for aspiring sports broadcasters. I love this. Uh, please welcome our friend and yours, Mr. Jim Jackson. Yay! The program, JJ. How you doing, man? Doing great. How are you guys? We're doing very well. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So let's dive right into stuff. Uh, You know what? Let's get to what you have planned, Jim. You are doing broadcasting coaching. These are this is a course people can take, right?
10: Yeah, it's uh, you know for all these years I've had uh, people reach out to me on LinkedIn or various platforms, uh, or sometimes just in person and you know, wanted advice in the the broadcasting industry. And I would have a phone conversation with them or a a quick uh, conversation. I've had some people shadow me uh, back when we were all out at games and so forth. And uh, But it was always a hit or miss, you know, a little bit there, a little bit here. And uh, What I thought was now that I have a little more time, obviously because of the pandemic right now and then without the Phillies anymore in the summertime is once we're back into a regular cycle of sports, uh, I I can uh, really devote a lot more time to it. And so we've come up with a JJ Broadcasting Coaching at, at gmail dot com is the email you want to send if you're interested. And what I do basically is, uh, it, 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 I, I basically cater it to the needs of the of the student or the client. Uh, I've had a wide variety. I've had high school kids. I've had a fifty year old guy who's you know, into calling streaming sports. Uh, I've had uh, a veteran of uh, three tours of duty over in the Middle East who's in his thirties who's getting into it. There's there's just all kinds of uh, people who really want to get into this and it's not just for hockey play-by-play or play-by-play in general it's people want to be sideline reporters or sportscasters or even podcasters so uh, i keep it pretty general and i talk about the business i talk about the specifics as to what they're interested in and we have uh, two or three sessions and uh, it's uh, done on zoom and uh, that's the other element that obviously made this very possible. It's the fact that we can do so many things now yeah. right from our house, so that, that helps. So it's all come together. We did our first wave uh, in November, and I've been really busy. But I figured with the holidays here, it might be a gift uh, yeah. item for a parent to give their, their child or uh, a friend to give a friend and, and uh, try to make another push here before we get the hockey up and running, hopefully in the January.
0: Is it only for people who want to get into the industry, or is this something that can kind of be done for fun as well? You can do
10: it for fun. I've had a, a couple who uh, have, uh, I, I, I secretly think, wanted to just talk hockey with me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
8: but, yeah, it's,
10: a, you know, it's an hour uh, hour session. It usually goes a little over-hour. I'm not sitting there punching the clock. but uh, And we do spend a lot of time chatting about a lot of different things. Uh, some are, are uh, very serious uh, in college or just about to get out of college, and we stick to – uh, strictly, uh, you know, coaching, and also I I look over their their clips and so forth. Some don't have clips, right? Uh, so it, it, it depends on the person, really. But uh, absolutely, it's basically you have an hour or so of my time, and, and we can chat about whatever you want. to.
3: I think it's great because uh, honestly, uh, I was I was coming up short with something to get Pierre this year. This,
0: <laughs> I know this is something yes. he would, that would love.
10: Spending hour for me, that would be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you know what, Jim? We get people uh, contact us from time to time who uh, who want to do what we do, who want to get into the world of, of radio, either a music-based uh, program, you know, like, uh, like, like Pierre does yes, or, or yeah. Jackson, the other staff members here, or uh, content-based things like we do, a, a talk format. And sometimes it comes from people who are maybe in their 30s and they realize their job isn't satisfying them anymore, and we unfortunately have to break the news to them and go, for what we do you kind of missed out on it and i apologize and it's it's a harsh thing that we have to tell them that that to get where we are you you kind of have to start early unless of course you can just quit your job yeah. and you start becoming an intern somewhere and not have to worry about a, you know a payments coming in in the world of sports casting you need to start early in order to really take a run at it
10: it's an advantage there's no question to to go to school for it to, to you know come out of school in your early 20s and be probably uh, doing something where you're not making a lot of money, but you're getting your reps and you're honing your craft and you're getting better. That's the ideal way. But I like to tell all of my clients, there is no blueprint to success in this business. I know a lot of people who are, are making it pretty big in this business now that started out in, in other directions. Yes. Uh, some many writers who made the crossover. Uh, OK, they were not involved in sports, but uh, they weren't necessarily involved in broadcasting, and now they're doing very well in broadcasting. I know, uh, I know some people who who do get a late start and still make it. I, okay. I never like to. I make it a a definite uh, one one of my do's and don'ts, and, and one of my my definite don'ts is to tell somebody to not follow your dream. And your dream might come along a little bit later on in life. And a couple of my clients, uh, as I just described, that's been the case. Uh, I just think people need to have a dream and need to try to pursue that dream because otherwise you're going to have regrets and regrets are just not not any good for life.
3: So, regrets are so uh, much fun. Uh, the more you can carry throughout your life. I <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. say this and it's something that I found when we've dealt with people who are for, for say or they're doing streaming shows or podcasting or whatever, um the um the the audience response when they do testing, they say that uh you know again the terrestrial model what we do, the kind of radio that we do is a model that will work for podcasting as far as pacing, as far as uh, anything it's applicable in many ways so the basic core things that you apply to your sports casting could be used by um by a lot of different people just in general so i'm looking at the um the layout of the things you have broadcasting preparation performance coaching broadcasting techniques uh, utilizing camera skills all of that stuff so uh, you you may you know you may find an avenue um where you're going to say, hey, I didn't consider this as a possible career direction, but you won't know that unless you get to speak to someone who's been at it the way you have.
10: That's true. And, and the other thing is, you know, not you guys, it's so different now with, with uh, some of what you just mentioned of the, the podcasting, the experience people can get. When I was a kid, my only experience was basically doing a game into a uh, audio tape recorder off the television. There weren't right. even that many games on back then, right? There our three network stations or four network stations. It
3: was just the original Greek, Greek Olympics, Olympics, right?
10: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so now there's just so many. I mean, people are, are, are creating these streaming uh, networks, YouTube channels, uh, you know, Twitch. There's just so many things that are developed where people are actually, even though they might think of it as a game or as fun, they're actually getting experience. Being in front of a camera or uh, just expressing themselves into a microphone. So it, it is, uh, there's different ways to get experience now. And I think there's probably going to be a lot more diamonds in the rough and people that, that come from a, a not going to school and what you would consider the, the normal way to, to make it in this business. And I do think there will be some people who do it. Later in life than than uh, have been in the past because I think there's just so many more avenues out there. But absolutely, you know, it's, it, I think this is a, a you know you could chat with me. I, I I always tell people you will know when your your dream comes to an end. Hopefully that day never comes, but right. you know, not somebody else. Don't let somebody else tell you. I mean, you might have enough people tell you that you finally say, okay, I'm not going to do it. But you know, in your heart, in your mind, and, and that because I was told when I was in college that I wasn't going to be good enough, so. You know, and if I had listened to that person, who was at the time the sports director at the uh, student station uh, at, at Syracuse, and he was considered uh, you know, a number one of our whole group, uh, you know, for a couple of days, I thought, uh, what, what can I? I was a junior at the time. Like, what can I do now? What, what major? Right. Yes.
0: You? Hey, what's and that I guy up to now, that? Jim?
3: Yeah, but then I thought
10: I'm not going to let this guy tell me. Uh, why should I let one person tell me I'm not good enough? I'm here at Syracuse. I'm doing games.
3: Preston, Preston asked, uh, who, "Who who is that guy? What's that guy doing now?" And
10: uh, I, no, I no, I'm not going to go there. He, he's had a very successful career. We, we've, he's uh, Tom uh, Hanks. I, met, <laughs> I met, met him like 15 years after that uh, when I was here, and uh, you know, the uh, I'm not going to say where because that would give it yeah. away. But uh, he had no recollection of the the conversation. Really. That that conversation stung me then, but became kind of like my my motivating kind of uh, okay. you know, that moment where you have somebody say you can't do something, and you say, "Well, I'm going to do it." So I think
3: uh-huh. you don't understand. You I them. saw a superstar in the making, and I needed to challenge you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's right. You should have said that, yeah. <laughs> Jim. have Have you ever uh, have you ever worked on like a a catchphrase or a signature line throughout your career, and, and try to I make think, it work?
10: Yeah, we I talk about that all the time. There's two things that come to mind. One is that people think when I said, for all those years, he scores for a case of Tasty Cakes, that that was my signature line.
5: (laughs) That was a sponsorship. (laughs) Oh, my God. The
10: other is that uh, when I was doing baseball uh, up in Utica, upstate New York, where I, I did minor league baseball for several years, I, I, my home run call was, it's out of here. And you know, up in Utica, it wasn't a problem. But I came down here, and uh, back in '05, I was doing a year of double A. Mm, that's Harry. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> ball gets hit, right, that I'm on, on the mic for. It's going out of the park. And I'm ready with my call, and I get ready to say it's out of here. But of course, I've been down here now for 10 years. You can't say it's out of here. That's Harry Kelly. Yeah, right,
3: right. Uh-uh. So, like,
10: Gone goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <It's> gone goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and so Dan Loney, who I was doing the games with, said, "Is that your call?" I go, "Well, I think it just became my call." <laughs> so I, I use it. Some people hate it. Some people love it. I use it. People had me, you know, use it on their voice messages and so forth. That love it. And then there's other people that say it, it sounds uh, it's weird. But that that was completely by accident. So these these, these are that all calls are fun. I don't think they're necessary to be a successful broadcaster. But the, the, you know, don't force it. Don't copy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but if you come up with a nice one, yeah, go for it.
3: Okay. Uh, again, these are all things that are very useful as far as uh, of finding out whether uh, through, across all the formats, there are definite things that hold true as far as pacing, as far as knowledge, as far as thinking on your toes, as far as killing time, filling time, all of that stuff. And uh, it, it would help to, you know, for people to uh, to talk to someone who's been in the industry and has a working knowledge of that. So that's cool.
10: Yeah, and I consider this the beginning of a relationship with all, all the people that sign up for it. It's not like when the three sessions, or in some cases, two sessions, that they don't have a... Uh, Leave me alone! <laughs> yeah, don't ever contact me again unless you... You're never going to be anything in this industry! And they're a mentor for life, and yeah. uh, I've already had some of the people who finished up uh, reach back out to me, and obviously uh, I want to stay in touch, I want to see their progress. Good. And uh, and and then you know maybe we do more sessions down the road if they're interested, but that, that, that's not necessary. This is just a you know two or three sessions to, to go over the business, to okay. go over the Techniques and have some fun.
0: That's what I was. That's what I was going to ask. A so program? Does it is it uh, a, a certain number of sessions, or do you do you pay per session, or how, how do you work there that are out?
10: Different sessions. There are, uh, three sessions is the normal. Uh, starting package because what we basically do is I go over the business, we go over techniques, and then the third session I go over their their clips if they have them. But we've also developed uh, some uh, programs for younger people who don't have clips yet, so those can be two sessions. Uh, if, you, if, you go, if you email again to jjbroadcastingcoaching@gmail.com, we will send you all of the different packages, and you find one that that, that suits you.
3: And uh, whatever one you sign up for, if I understand this correctly, you get a discount on your OnlyFans page, right? Yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, when you're trying on uh, different I'll outfits. Into that platform.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, Jim, what about what about um, um, play-by-play versus color? And, and uh, it, you know, it seems like the color guys are, are usually former NHL players. It seems to be that way. Or, or people that have, if not in the NHL, who have a history of playing the game. But um, the, the play-by-play guys are, are broadcasters. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I, I see a little bit of a difference um, there. You, is, you, there is.
10: There is. And, I mean, the simplest way to put it, when I start talking about this, have you guys been spying on one of my zooms? you're going to a lot of, the time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh But you know the simplest way to put it is the play by play guy tells the what and the the analyst tells the why mm-hmm. and you'd rather have someone who's played the game obviously uh tell the why it's not always that way. There are actually some uh, former athletes who became very good play by play broadcasters for one Pat summerall comes to mind uh, right. yeah. but, uh, one of the best. but 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 also you you uh you do i think the what and the why. The why is you definitely want somebody who's, uh, who's played. The what is a lot about uh, just honing the craft and being and good at it. And, you know, not getting in the way of the game, but adding to the excitement. I mean, Doc Emmerich to me was maybe the best hockey play by play guy. I say was because he just announced his retirement. I, it's hard for me to say was because to me, I hope that he still some, finds his way to do some games because he's just so good. But I mean, if you watch a game that, that Doc's doing, uh, if the game is good, he makes it great. You know, And that's kind of a great announcer. You don't want to get in the way of the game. Well, Some announcers really feel like the spotlight's on them, and they push a little too hard maybe to, to grab the spotlight. The people are watching or listening to the game because they're interested in the game. As a broadcaster, you just want to enhance that experience. You don't want to get in the way of it. An
0: illustration of that, we had Joe Buck on, uh, and I know a lot of people don't like him here in, in yeah, Philly, but, but he was – it was really a great a, conversation, so and, and Kay- talented, yeah. Casey had asked him specifically about a um, a game and a play that was big. And Joe went very minimal on yeah. the on the commentary and or, or calling the play. And Casey asked him why, and he said because it was I- I'm on television; it's happening visually. It's it's stunning what we're seeing, and I don't need to muck that up. You know right. what I
10: mean? Uh, he is very good at that. We I brought up the name Pat Summerall; he was the ultimate minimalist, but. Joe Buck's pretty close. Uh, there are games when he's doing a baseball game where it's uh, let's say the base loaded two outs, big clutch situation. And he'll say, you know, big moment in this game. And then the, the, the pitcher throws, let's say he strikes the batter out. He doesn't say a word. He no. just lets, lets the cameras show that. The you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it. Yeah. 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 TV, there's a big difference between TV and radio. A real quick yeah. story on that. After doing television for about six years, seven years, um, timmy saunders who does the radio for the flyers had to miss a game and we weren't doing it on uh, local television The network game so they asked me to fill in for him i said sure i old hat i did six years of it in the minors and two years of the, the flyers on radio <laughs> i started doing the game and i'm using a lot more words than i do on television because <laughs> you got to be more descriptive and we got to the first uh, break uh where we, we we went to commercial i looked over and brian propp was the, the analyst back then i looked at proper and i said I need an oxygen tank. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> There's a big difference between radio and television. You have to be way more descriptive And radio. You are it. You're the conduit between the listener and the the event. Also, gives you the right to maybe you know uh, <laughs> you can get away with some things because they they don't see everything. Right. But on on television, you don't have to describe exactly where the puck is all the time because they're seeing where the puck is. And and obviously <laughs> the, the
3: Flyers won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, The
10: great Jim- Cubs, Joe Buck, for instance. The great play in this year's World Series when uh, Tampa won and the, uh, they call it the stumble off when, uh, Rosa came around third and he face planted and he got back up and ended up scoring. I don't know if you guys remember that play. Yeah. It was an amazing play. He, his call went down as one of the best. But once, once it ended, I believe he said in Tampa Bay wins and you know, he gave the series total and he laid out and he laid out for like a minute and 20 seconds. In fact, it was John Smoltz who spoke next. You just let the pictures tell a story. And that's what you can do in television. You can't do that in radio, but right. you can do that in
5: television. I'm always surprised when there's an athlete that uh, I maybe didn't like when they were playing, and then they turn into really good broadcasters. And the one that comes to mind for me is Tony Romo. I, I just, um, you know, he's a cowboy. You kind of root against them. You're, you're taught to do that in Philly. And then all of a sudden they end up in the broadcast booth, and they have a lot to say in ways that. For whatever reason, weren't said before. You know, when when you see athletes that end up in the booth, JJ. uh, Other ones that uh, have surprised you over the years. Uh,
10: I won't say surprised because that would be not uh, that would be kind of uh, you'd be giving him a shot, which I do all the time. You know, you
3: seem so stupid, but you're really good. (laughs) uh,
10: Again, Jonesy likes to play it off as. uh, like, he's uh, stumbling into success, but don't let him fool you. He he, he really is good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, and and when he was a player, he was a yapper. He was a, a guy that liked to, as you guys uh, love, he liked to start the kerfuffles, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, liked to, nice. he liked to get under everybody's skin, and he was good at it. So maybe you could see him being a, a broadcaster. And he started his, doing Korean Post here in Philly, uh, but he got good really fast, and, and he can do any. He's, he's good at, at analyzing games as an analyst. He's great in studio. He's great between the benches. He can do it all, and he, it's just he is able to see things in a game that normal people, even, even other ex-players don't see and and he's he's gotten to the point where he can really articulate those things very well, too. He likes to come off as like the absent-minded professor, but <laughs> he, act. he really knows his stuff. And he's really good at it. Tony Romo's. I and mean, his, his was instantaneous, it seemed like. Yeah. The minute he stepped in the booth, he was really good. That happens, too. Yeah, and then and- there's others who, and I don't, I'm don't i not going to name anybody, but who, who you think is their players, and you talk to them, and you interview this guy's going to be a broadcaster. And then they get into it, and they're really not as good as you expect. So you just never know until... <laughs> They get the experience.
4: No, you're right, and um, and Tony Romo. The only thing I think he needed to learn was to talk a little bit less. He was so good and, and was able to dissect the game so much. I, I thought his first season, man, he was really a wealth of knowledge, but he did talk too much. But you know, what's what's interesting is to, to me is the relationship between the announcer and the analyst, and. Um, you know being having an analyst who uh, actually played the game at a, at a professional level you know adds that layer um you know that I think is important to the the listener and the viewer uh, you know somebody who can really break these things down and I think uh there was one time in particular th- they'll give a shot to a, a big name uh athlete who has retired who's hung up the cleats or the skates or whatever, and one guy in particular they gave him a shot i don 't know if he even made it through the whole game, but Emmett Smith was terrible <laughs> uh you know he was you know arguably the greatest running back of all time. you know the numbers will stay say so, but he didn't know how to talk on a microphone, and it was uh, to me. It was it was great because I hate the Cowboys so much. But the Cowboys have given us a lot of great analysts, and you have mentioned Tony Romo, Moose Johnson's another one, as well as Troy Aikman. So Troy and, and Joe Buck work together great, but Emmett Smith.
0: There's an art to it.
3: There is. Yeah, gotta, there really is. If only
0: there was a class. Yeah. If only if, so, only, if only Emmett it, could have taken a class. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. With that's a guy named Jim process. Jackson.
10: <laughs> Maybe it's not too late. Yeah. No, I, 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 uh, it's not Gmail. They're going to kill me. I just gave the wrong, uh, the right, it's at gmail.com. But anyhow, yeah, and it was, there, there are a lot of broadcasters who, uh, who, uh, are, are ex players who, who gave it a shot and just, you know, it's not, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's, it's, uh, rocket science, but it's not easy sometimes if you're not, uh, Quick-witted. If you're not able to put your thoughts into words really quickly, even as an analyst, I mean, much less a, a play-by-play person, you, you're you're going to uh, struggle with it. Uh, now, that's not to say he wouldn't have gotten better if he'd stuck with it. I, I remember, uh in the first little while, he he was a little. A little bland and so forth. I mean, he's gotten much better with reps. You you get better with reps. Yeah, like right. There are the Tony Romos out there who just it seems like it's instant, instantaneous, but but for the most part, it's it's much more a process. You get better as you get a lot of reps.
0: All right, Jim, let's talk uh, NHL announcements uh, today uh, about the upcoming season, possibly.
10: We're hoping um, that was the scuttlebutt. Uh, there are so, it's really a, a, a tricky situation. People, I know there's pressure because the NBA is starting, and people want to know why it's so much different between the NBA and the NHL. But NBA, is a their TV contract is a, a lot more lucrative, so uh, they, they have, uh, the owners have a lot more incentive to play whether they're fans or not. But more than that, logistically, they have one Canadian team where there are seven in the NHL. So they're going to have to have an all-Canadian division in the NHL because of the restrictions going back and forth. Uh, and That has changed all the divisional alignments. There are all kinds of permutations and so forth with the scheduling. Uh, and I think the biggest holdup right now is the fact that it's such a, a moving target, the virus itself. It's, it's the numbers, is, unfortunately, as you know, are exploding. And while there is the light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccines, We don't know when that's really going to take effect for the general public. So they're trying to figure out how to start safely. There's talk they may revert back to some form of hub cities or individual divisions to start, hoping that things get better as they go along and then maybe they can relax it by the time the playoffs roll around, you know, fans and so forth could be part of the equation. but So they have a lot to, to think over. But there was talk that there would be some kind of work uh, this week uh, that was really positive early in the week yesterday seemed more tentative uh, but the the good news is they put the money issues aside it 's it's now more about uh, you know the safety yeah. issues and the scheduling issues and there 's a lot of them I and mean, also roster implications' there's a lot a lot to go over, but hopefully this week we'll we'll find out the the target last I heard is still January thirteenth to get the the season started at fifty Six game schedule. Uh, it'll be four divisions, eight teams. The Flyers in a division that includes all the New York teams, Pittsburgh, Boston, Buffalo, Washington. Will be a you'll see a lot of those teams, but those are a lot of their rivals. So that'll be fun. Yeah. and then uh, season wrapping up sometime in you know June, July. Hmm. I think they need it to be over before the Olympics because, of course, the Olympics are on NBC, and so is the NHL. So. Uh, I think they have a bit of a time constraint to work, work with as well.
0: Okay, uh, interesting. We'll keep an eye out for that, and uh, we'll point people in the direction of your broadcasting coaching course. It's JJ Broadcasting Coaching at Gmail dot com, and uh, we'll we'll post information about it on uh, on. Uh, our website and everything uh, to make sure people know. So,
10: really appreciate that. Tell Pierre I'll give him a discount. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely, a professional <laughs> discount. <laughs> That's very kind of you, sir. All right, JJ, good to talk to you, man. Have a good one. Yeah, happy holidays to all you guys and all your listeners. All right, Jim Jackson. Yay! Yay. One of the best, man, no question. We are
5: very lucky to have him in this city. Yeah, he yeah. really is one of the best in the country, and we have
0: him right here in Philly. And he's good people. Yeah, he's just a super nice guy. I, you know, I, I wish. I'd like to take his class if if sports casting were my thing, I'd be all over that. It's not. It's not. But it's it's. But um, it would be, It's nice to know it's there. It's there.
3: Yeah. No. It's it it's it's an option. And it, it's funny within this sort of a uh, lane radio in mm-hmm. in uh, mass media. Um, the difference between sports radio and what we do is Grand Canyon distance. Oh my God! It's yeah, the other end of the universe.
0: And I bet he's a good teacher, too. Like, yeah. Like, I, if, if, if someone were to take a broadcasting class for me, forget it. Yeah. No, you just... Here, you do it like this. Now do it. Yeah. Okay. A lot of my things, like when people have asked me for, for advice about comedy...
3: I, I, the, you end up defaulting to the one thing. Did someone laugh? Then it worked, right? You know, there, there's uh, there's no hard and fast. Like he was saying, it's not rocket science, but there are experiential things that you can relay. That might oh, help. sure.
0: And, there, and there's people that that know how to steer you in the right direction right. And, and offer the right. I'm Go just, be good. I'm not that kind of person. Um, so. So stop it with asking <laughs> me for, for any of that information. Run Rob. fast. Have good hair. Uh, have good hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's comedy advice, or that's just that's for Chase. Utley. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, Chase Utley. Yeah. Um. So I guess we could take a break, right, Case? We gotta well, get. Well, Is there nine. something in the back of your mind? Now, well, listen.
4: We have D. Snyder coming up at nine o'clock. Uh, what I'd like to. Yeah, so that's uh, what, 17 minutes away. Do you mind if I do a little bit of math real quick? One, two, plus six, sequels oh, eight, <laughs> 13, checking, and music. Yep,
5: 14. We have three minutes. By the way, why don't we have an abacus in the studio for this uh, uh, occurrence? I don't know. I don't even
4: had, know how they work in Abacus. We had asked
5: earlier about um snow conditions and ski slopes in PA, and yeah. um, just wanted to bring this up. There are slopes that are open right now, so not all of them. Uh, there aren't a ton in Pennsylvania, obviously, but there are several that are, including Montage, Big Boulder, Blue Mountain, and Seven Springs, which okay. I think is out by uh, Pittsburgh. So uh, not all of their runs are open, and not all of the mountains are open, but um, there are several that you can go skiing today if you uh, if you so where's,
0: choose. Where's Blue Knob? I've never
5: heard of that. <laughs> that's under a
9: witch's
3: right skirt. Is, I thought it was
0: near Blue Waffle. It <laughs> says Blue Knob. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and I've I've never heard of uh, Blue Knob. Uh, I don't know. It's the highest, highest scable. Highest Huh. Okay, so it's way up there.
5: Clay Claysburg? I guess that that's sounds like by, a Smurf thing. I think it's out
0: by Pittsburgh. Blue Knob. Oh. Okay. Nah. Interesting. All right, well... You uh, want to see my Blue Knob? There are... What do you... You're a Smurf? <laughs> yeah. Oh... Uh Marissa, hold on. Are you uh, What? Who? Did you want to say oh something? God, no,
8: I just was stretching. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> we're so, all, we're
8: we're all stretching. stretching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really hey.
2: A good one. So I probably <laughs> held it for an extra second.
0: Well, since we're in the Winter Wonderland, I have tickets for Winter on Broad Street. And oh! Oh, I got a family four pack of tickets for I this, go to this. It's a holiday light spectacular. It's presented by Dietz & Watson. And your pack is good for a timed visit this Tuesday. Tuesday. So let's take call number 16 at (laughs) 215-263-WMM. I just want to make sure you're free on Tuesday.
2: Tuesday is
3: the best night of the year. It
2: really is. Uh, It's on Kathy's holiday activities list. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Holiday
3: activities.
2: Uh, I did it a few weeks ago, and Hello? it's different. It's not a drive-through; you walk through it. Um, it. I liked it a lot, and there's also a marketplace with um, some little things to to shop, some knickknacks, and they have some exclusive uh, Philly sports teams merchandise down there. I'm trying okay.
3: to get over there. I want to get over there. Okay, okay. and um,
2: I'll
7: do it along with you. Yeah, yeah okay. oh, hey, Frank Chris Chris will go, go with, you. with you.
3: That's great. It's amazing. Hey, can we get some churros?
0: Um, so, did I say caller 16? Is that what I said? 215 no. 263. Don't you
3: listen to the old words you're saying? W- I-, I don't
0: want to talk to you. <laughs> wow.
3: You're yeah. not worth listening to. Take that Jim Jackson course.
0: Uh, for tickets and show times, you can visit winteronbroadstreet.com. So, caller 16, you get them. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're checking in with D. Snyder. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. ACDC.
1: Royal Blood Death tones yes,
6: New music more of everything that rocks I'm 933
0: WMMR Uh let's first take a look at NJM Insurance Group Traffic are oh, we doing that
6: Yeah, why don't we do traffic after that? because
0: oh, we only okay. have a limited time with D Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, all yeah, right, yeah. and I will I will skip that and we'll get right to the man. Please welcome our friend former Staff member, but always a staff member, right? Yes. Yeah. Member like the yeah. Please welcome Mr. D. Snyder Yay. to the show.
7: D. Hey guys, that's how I feel about it. Always a staff member, at MMR. Love yeah. that
0: station. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, going? D, your pipes sound as great as ever, man. That's that's I, I was I was very happy to hear you belting it out on that song.
7: Oh, thank you a lot, but uh, I think uh, Lizzie Hale, like, uh, blew me off the stage. Well, right yeah, on, but, I yeah.
0: mean, I'm not going to point that out, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, she's she's freaking phenomenal, dude. I, that, her, you know, when I first
7: got her, like, I did my tracks, sent them to Lizzie because it's COVID recording, yeah. you know, and Lizzie sent back hers. I said for two words, so they weren't "thank you." It was "f you." And, I, and she was like, "What's wrong?" I said, "I've got to go back in the
3: studio and recut my track." <laughs> you know the funny thing, though, Dee, with a song, with a Christmas song, and I know that you, you know, you've you've taken your stabs at them before. Uh, I know instantly whether it's one that I will, um, you know, go to for the holiday. It's just either it catches you immediately or it doesn't. It's rare that you work your way into a holiday song. And this immediately did. Uh, but you were—were were you originally going to sing the, uh, the the vocals on it yourself, or had you intended someone else? I mean, besides, obviously, it's a duet. But uh, was it you or someone else initially?
7: ago as a gift to my wife for christmas wow and um I and with no intention of commercial release really, uh release gave it to her. I had to have session people do it because it's out of my range quite honestly and um uh, and I gave her and that was it cut to several years later, I get a phone call from an engineer on the session who is now a big producer named Rick Wake, he says he's sitting down flame dion wants to record your wife's song what? at this point i'm in like the doldrums of my career and i'm like for the love of god please <laughs> so he recorded it and it's the biggest selling holiday album in history it's called these are special times 14 million albums sold and then this year, though, with the way – the spirit of the song is just about – remember when at Christmas we used to set our differences aside and yeah. just enjoy each other's company, even for a few minutes? It seems like impossible this year. And I, I know. Guess maybe it was time for me to release it.
0: Well, Dean, and, and I, hope it, I hope it really takes off because, as you know, if you write a song like We're Not Gonna Take It yeah. that just sticks around forever – um, then you, you know, it's, it's a nice little, it doesn't hurt the, uh, the bank account too much. So, uh, and not only writing a great song, but if you get one that can last, especially a holiday song is something you can count on every year popping up. So I do hope that it takes off. Dude, I was so happy to see you pop up in the trailer for the next Cobra Kai show. We are like way into that show. And that was a hell of a surprise to see you.
7: Yeah, that was just, that blew a lot of people's minds. Social media was like, what? <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, wait a minute, was that D. Snyder on Cobra Kai? Uh yeah, I can't I can't say a lot about it but right. I can't say that, you know, we're me and Billy and, and Ralph are all class of 84. Yep. Cobra, uh, the original movie, Karate Kid came out in 84. Twisted Sister broke in 84. So, there's was, was kind of a synergy there and I do convention appearances and I run into Billy Zapko all, all the time and, and we became friends. And Ralph Macho lived... In the next town by me on Long Island, raising our families like we were like neighbors. And uh, so the show made this miraculous return. Not return. I don't know what you call it. It came out
3: of nowhere, really. Just a a, a reimagining, basically, but a, a continuation in a way that caught people off guard. Oh,
7: yeah. I mean, and and Ralph coming back to do it after years. He told me that he, you know, they they approach him. How about Rocky meets Karate Kid? He's like, Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs)
8: I'm
7: gonna get my ass kicked. so, but uh, him for him to come back, and then they gave me a call, and um, again I, I, I knew the guys and the synergy of the class of '84. So, I think uh, I can't say it's coming out very soon. You'll see it soon enough. But uh, I'm really proud to be a part of the show.
3: Well, wow. listen, we had uh, Kevin Bacon on last week, and we were talking to him about um, you know rock documentaries, and uh, there's one that Preston and I have been singing oh. the praises of. It is We Are Twisted Effing Sister. Love that movie, d. Oh. It just is so good. it's I mean it is the quintessential rags to riches story, but it doesn't it takes you the uh, in the earliest part of the documentary of your career, all warts and all and it's lovable and you guys come across as just you know the the engine that could basically. Uh, did you enjoy being um uh, you know your level of participation and it's all about you? did you enjoy your experience with this movie? Well, you know, it was it uh, was put
7: together right around the time Twisted was retiring in 2016 and I was really glad that that part of the story is being told because people know the knew the part from 84, you know, MTV and and afterwards, but they didn't know that it, the band existed for 10 years. Yeah. I and mean, that's an insane amount of time. Who does that? A complete moron does that. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean honestly, if someone said, "Listen, you're going to make it, but it'll take 10 years." I go, Yeah, I'm gonna try something else. (laughs) Yeah, but um, but people who watch it say whether they're fans, they say, "Wow." You know, it's endeared me to the band more. Or people come to and say, listen, man, I was never a big fan, but I got to say, oh. massive respect. Massive respect for, you know, for you guys. It's like a Rocky story. Like you said, Rags for Rich is fighting our way up. So thank you for
0: that. Dave, I've told people that even if, like, you're way on the other end of a musical spectrum, if, like, the Smiths were your all time favorite band. You would even get into this documentary because it's about the story of the struggle you guys went through, which I didn't know. I had no idea that backstory, but we, it, you walked up to, to to break in it so many times and and the the, the, the the universe was against you, if it would have happened one more time, would you have still stuck it out and still tried to keep a band going together, or would it just been I'm I'm done i can't I can't be beaten up like this anymore?"
7: Johnny Dangerously for that movie. <laughs> My mother hung me on a coat of- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, 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 I mean, like you say, every time it got knocked down, we go, "All right, that's it." And we look at each other and go, oh, "What are we going to do?" <laughs> <laughs> it really, <laughs> unfortunately, it partially seems. Oh, they're unstoppable. On the other hand, it was like. We didn't know anything else. It was like, well, okay, day job or keep
3: going. Let's keep going. All right. No, I, mean, I, I grew up on Long Island. I knew yeah. Twisted Sister right from the beginning. I, I would see, I'd see the, you know, the the posters. I'd see, like, my, my father's play or whatever. Wherever you're playing around Long Island or in the city, sure. The Legend Willis. was there. BAB was the station I'd listen to. And, uh, you know, N.E.W. And so BAB had a, a lot of coverage of UW, Long Island. And, and uh and, and it was all part of the deal to see that and to see what was going on in the story was was just amazing. But so now you are you have this song, you're 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 shopping it around. And I mean, the reaction has to be good. How do we how do we get this song?
7: It's, all, it's available online where we get your music. I mean, yeah. I, I've been gifting it to people through Apple. I mean, all the places we can download it. And, yeah, I mean, uh, thank you for giving it the exposure. I think that it's a, it's a one-time listen, and yeah. people go, wow. Yeah. I, I, and, it, and it's got... Oddly, it does have a feel of Christmas. It's tough to capture that essence, whatever it is that Christmas songs have. And I think uh, this, the message and the melody and everything works. And, again, thank you, Lizzie Hale, yeah. for uh, lighting a yuletide log under my ass. Because, uh, she is just, And for any old school rockers out there, there's no good new music. Check out Hailstorms. Oh, yeah. The influences. Yep. They have all speak influences. They speak to the old school with, with, with a new vibe. You know? Hey, who
0: plays guitar on this track, D, do you know?
7: Yeah, well, first of all, Jeff Pilsen from Dockin oh, produced the track.
0: Dude, the hold on. Guitar. now. I Hold on, hold on. What did I tell you guys? You said I it. said it sounded like George Lynch playing the guitar, and there's Jeff Pilsen. Oh, is- but
7: on Lee is a guy named Dan Peters out of out of Chicago, who I I did. A, I had a musical called The Rock and Roll Christmas Tale, and he was the guitar player in the show. Okay. And so undiscovered, so amazing, Dan Peters. I said, "Dude, do this solo." And I, he just, I mean, I hope people are listening. It's like majestic.
0: Yeah, mean,
7: you know, yeah. like playing, majestic.
0: Yeah. Well, you you, you have you have a solid Christmas song. Love yeah, it. And, D, yeah. Thanks, man. And when this is all over, please come back and see us in person. Okay
7: absolutely guys love to take care happy uh,
9: holidays merry christmas everybody happy new year yes. right. Later, guys.
0: Yay. i love it they had to wrap it up but uh oh that's funny that jeff pilsen was the because uh, I, I was off uh, air telling you guys that I, I hear docking in there yeah. jeff pilsen was the bass player for docking that's funny um, all right, so we skipped traffic. Let's get to that now. NJM and Church Group traffic. Kathy, what you got for us?
2: 168 still closed in both directions between Route 130 and Ferry Avenue, a down pole and down wires. New Jersey Turnpike is at a 45-mile-per-hour speed restriction above exit 6. It's 35 miles per hour. Northbound on the ter- New Jersey Turnpike at 73, there's an accident that's off to the shoulder. Susquehanna Road in Abington between Edge Hill Road and Bradfield Road finally reopened after that accident that was involved. A train. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Hey, Prime members, save on bone-in beef rib roast or steaks for ten ninety-nine a pound at Whole Foods Market through December twenty-fourth, while supplies last. Find more deals on the Whole Foods Market app. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All
0: right, thank you very much, Kathy. Um, I wanna, okay, so I jotted down a note the other day here that's in front of me, and I uh, it just says NRB. Oh, okay. So okay. Casey mentioned the other day. He said something about NRB, and he goes, "You know what an NRB is, right?" And I go, "Yeah, it's a, it's a no reason boner." I've you know, heard of that before, and it got me to thinking uh, that I I have this little it was a little thing that I do concerning um, boners, the boners. Yeah. Okay. So when I'm sleeping, I wake up. Uh, Multiple times throughout the night, just briefly, you know, yeah. ro- rolling over or whatever, and, and then you go back to sleep. Right. Or to get up and use a restroom. To paint. Whatever, maybe, or maybe to paint something, uh, you know, beautiful. <laughs> um, if I have a moment where I have woken up like that, yeah. and I happen to have a... Uh, Boner. it's a... <laughs> <laughs> a funny word, man. Then I know... Yeah. Because I don't... I, I have my clock facing away from me. I don't like to see what time it is, because I don't look over at the clock and then go... Oh man, I only got thirty minutes of sleep, right. and then I end up staying up. Sure, I hate that. Uh, so I so I turn the clock around. And I don't see what time it is, and it, it doesn't you know wake me up. So but but if I have a boner, yes, then I know that it is almost time to wake up. So that's like your sundial. It is. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So I realize that that if I wake up and I don't have a. Boner. That I can keep on sleeping, no problem. But if I do, I'm like, okay, it's getting close to time. But I don't know exactly what time it is, so that doesn't distract me Around this time time stay awake. When you get it, you, do you see that as a sign that Santa's coming early? Um, <laughs> no, I see that I'm coming early. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, um, all
9: right.
0: I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll so, tell you this. That's funny. Do your own little test at home. <laughs> So and see if if you notice the correlation. Do you, do you, you get you get pee boners. Nice. sometimes. Oh, it, it, where and then you have to use restroom and it's yeah, very and, difficult to and do you that. have to yeah. use a protractor. But here, the reason that I know that it's that it's that or, that it's almost wake up time is because when I have had to give a a sample right. for you know whatever reason. Lonely men. No. Yeah. Uh, but if if I've had to get like a like a sperm count sample or something right. like that, that they or or I had to do a testosterone test. Sure. So they so they check that. Yeah. That particular fluid. And you are encouraged as to, you are uh, encouraged to supply that sample or put it into the sample uh, receptacle right as early in the morning as possible. Yeah why that? Because your testosterone levels are the highest of the day and it's still piping hot
5: at I, that point in, t- in time. Yeah <laughs> that I had, to, I had yeah. to do that recently and I didn't understand the timing of it.
0: Yes, it's because your testosterone, believe it or not, you wouldn't think so, right. But your levels are at the highest early, early in the morning. and that's oh. part of the reason why you get a, Boner, boner. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that early in the morning, I found that annoying. That you had the- to do that. You had to roll over and.
5: Well, I, no, I actually I couldn't uh, schedule the the appointment because of our jobs. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of jobs, <laughs> so I had to uh, go into the city and do it at a different time, which is also... What do you need, sweetheart? Man, it's it, it was in the same building as Dr. Mike. I realized that he was, like, oh. five floors, floors below me, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Just <laughs> thinking about Mike the I whole couldn't time. help it. Oh. He's in, you know, he's right... What's your name, potty boy? I was in the room by myself. Right. And uh, you have to do it post-vasectomy in order to make sure that yes.
0: you're... you're yeah, sperm your, your, your swimmers are aren't still swimming. Yeah, it's had...
5: a weird thing whenever
3: when you give a sample like that. We do, we did it once for um, the remember just to, just to, to yeah. check our sperm count. That's when I could produce. And yeah. when
0: and when you hand it over, oh my god, they know what you're handing over. You, you should know, have used the cup. They know what you did, and it's just yeah, it's a weird thing. But listen, the, the techs, the people that work there, they, they do it all day, all day. long. They don't, it don't does it. they don't
4: care. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah cuz I, I had to do mine post V uh at a Quest Diagnostics and it was like It's weird. Well they knew that I went and, and so but we had to do it twice. One time we did it for our show. Right. And and that was actually more clinical. You went into this booth and they provided you with things? Material. Material. They to, did. Yes, uh, there was a VCR. The yeah,
3: the whole damn thing. But when I went to Quest, I was just in a bathroom. And that's a little more demanding. They require you to be a lot more um, creative. mm -hmm. I gave a a sperm sample one time, a specimen, uh, for a root canal. And man, did I get chastised. (laughs) I got torn apart. You just thought it was the right thing to do? I just thought
5: they needed that. Right. I had no material, Casey. It was uh, it was a clinical room by myself. Huh. There was a bathroom attached to that room, but it was like a, re- a regular sort of hospital room. And... You had to go to
0: the highlight reel.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. I
5: had my phone. There was a poster oh.
3: there of a kitten hanging on a limb and said, uh. hang in there, Preston.
0: <laughs> you had your phone? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that did that you have ha- a good I- internet connection? Yep.
3: Do co- you know what that that actually might be the the great leveler now as far as if you bring your phone in, yeah,
5: you, yeah, get you to, can access.
0: Who need to give you material
5: free Wi Fi yeah. from uh, UPenn Medical. <laughs> Let me call Kathy. Yeah, <laughs> Kathy, what's up?
2: I'm just doing some last minute Christmas shopping. <laughs> oh yeah, what do you got?
4: Did you call on uh, my do some uh, place stocking yet?
2: stuffers? Okay, okay. <laughs>
0: right. I got your stocking. No, man. Oh my God! What? it was over yeah. there. right there? My, I ought to talk hey, about <laughs>
5: And then I was disappointed at the amount. Like I, I you know, I figured uh, it was going to be more than it ended up being.
2: You're going to keep this going?
5: Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Well, so the NRB in school was like the worst thing,
4: especially if like class was Mm. about to end. You're like, oh, my God, man. Like, at least if you were at your desk, you could hide it for a little bit. But when class was over and you had to stand up, you're
0: like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to tuck this into my waistband. Going back to the (laughs) amount. Right. Um, Did the band 10CC get their name from that, oh my God, yes. really? That, that was, is a that's fact. That's the rumor.
3: That is a fact. That that is the rate at which uh, the that's uh, the amount that the body generally right, produces. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, average amount that a is male will produce. Cubic Centimeters, is that what it uh, is? Yeah, that's yeah. correct, yeah. Okay. So you can look up, uh, in fact, Nick is pulling up their... I love that band. Band. they were a good band. What did they do?
4: I'm
3: not in love. Oh, that's oh, in I'm Guardians. Get it. Yes, it's uh, on the ori- it's the original motion the picture thing soundtrack, thing. is the name of the album, I believe. Oh, and great, great album. Another song, Steve, The Things We
0: Do For Love. The uh, things Le- we
3: do for love. The things thing we, we do for love. love.
0: Hmm. Like walking in the rain and the snow, and there's nowhere to go, and you feel like a part of you is dying. And you're looking for the answer in her eyes. You think you're gonna break up? She says she wants to make up.
5: Ah. You get
4: a cup, and then you. <laughs> hey, uh, there's a Snopes article about 10cc, by the way, guys. All right, what does it say? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to click on it. There is an article. There's a
0: a manual on how to repair an engine
3: on a Dodge Dart.
4: Click on it. Click on the the damn thing so we can
0: read it, whether it's true or not. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we're scroll, scroll down. We got that part down. Okay. Uh, not true. False. It says I, I disagree. No, I've always heard it, but I just I, never yeah. knew if it was true or not. I um, think uh,
3: Snopes is not always a uh, spot on. And I, I there was, I, I believe there was an interview with other band members a, a while ago who answered and said it was, and that it was a, a, a bit of a joke.
0: Okay. As you would as you could imagine. Uh, I don't know. I'll need, uh, I'll need a follow-up on that. Yeah. Eventually. Um, All right, so anyhow, I do have some junk drawer things to mention. All right. We're leaving Bonertown. We're leaving Bonertown. (laughs) All right. So let me dig in here. Xbox celebrated an update to a game by projecting the game onto the side of a Colorado mountain and broke the Guinness World Record. Uh, Guinness said Xbox projected a nineteen thousand and ninety square foot screen on the side of Copper Mountain. I've been there before uh, for snowboard, snowboarder Grant Giller uh, to play the updated version of Destiny Two Beyond Light. Um, so the new is this? They were using the Xbox X, I assume, as the unit. I oh, don't know. Okay, because that, um, that has
3: 8K capability.
0: A newly released expansion of the 2017 game, and the projection broke the world record for the largest projected video game play, uh, video game display. I can't wait to
4: see what this looks like because I, I had asked you guys a little while back about the ability to perhaps project. I don't know via lasers or whatever. and it's a fear of mine that we're going to start seeing like advertisements on the moon on the clouds yeah yeah. on
0: clouds on the moon or you know wow look at this we're looking at video this get roll it if you would please because that's that is fantastic you need a very powerful projector yes uh to be able to do that um i know and casey you've been to niagara falls yes when they light up the falls at night yeah pretty damn cool and they have very, very powerful lights uh, that, that do that, obviously, because they have to shoot them from across the river.
3: Now, there's a difference with these things as far as, like, perspective, too. If you're um, if you're three-quarters of a mile back, it'll look like a regular big-screen TV. Sure, you yeah, know?
0: yeah. But still, to be able yeah. to play something that, that, that is that far away it's and pretty that amazing. big yeah. is uh, pretty incredible. So they, I mean, they broke you, the world record. You watched a whole movie on your phone the other day.
4: I did. So uh, I did the virtual screening of Greenland with yeah. uh, Gerard Butler and Marina Backerin, And I, so when you get these, you're not allowed to screen mirror, right? right? So so I couldn't zap it to my to my TV. And I realized this the last minute, so I didn't feel like getting my computer. <laughs> I'm so lazy, so I ended up watching the entire movie on my phone. I, first of all. I actually really enjoyed the movie. Second of all, maybe like five ten minutes into the movie, I really didn't even notice that the the screen um, capabilities on on a on a iPhone are so good. Like yeah, the, the definition better. is so good that like even the effects and all that like
0: okay. it, it looked really really good to me. Okay. Uh, I did get a chance to play video games on a uh, movie screen one time. You did? That was awesome. Yeah. We rented a movie theater. Uh, It was, I've forgotten, I think it was my my son Parker's birthday, and it was really inexpensive to do, and you could either watch movies or you could play video games on it. So we just took our our Xbox at the time. Isn't that a great idea? Hooked it up. Yeah. You you have it pumping through a badass sound system. And they're all set up to do it. And it's up on the huge screen. It is so much fun. And we played, uh, what did we play, Battlefront? Oh, that's, uh, yeah. That's one of my favorite games. Yeah. You, um, you ever
4: use uh, VR goggles to watch a movie on, like, Netflix or anything like yes. that? Yes. Well,
0: actually, if
3: you get, like, a uh, like the Oculus yeah. has uh, the... Uh, they have, what uh, like, a virtual Netflix viewing room it's, where it's, like, 110, 120-inch screen. Yeah, you
4: feel like you're sitting yeah. in a movie theater. It's great. I mean, r- the reality is, is you're watching it on, like, a 4-inch screen, yeah. but
3: but it, to, to, by by in in the relationship to your eye size Perspect- and distance it yeah. looks
5: huge yeah perspective wise it's Amazing, Marissa. Were you with me when we played uh, Tetris on the side of the building in Philadelphia? They they rigged it up so that it was um it, it was Sierra Center. Uh, I believe it was the Sierra Center. Yeah. I I can't remember if I was with you, but I definitely walked over there. It's during Philly Tech Week. Yes. Yeah. And they do all sorts of stuff like that all over. I uh, love all over that, the of, city. that. It was pretty event. neat. I mean, and it was uh you know it's Tetris, so it's a simple yeah. game. There's not a lot. It's not like playing uh, you know a really complicated shooter game on the side of a, a mountain. But it was cool to be able to do it on a massive structure like that.
3: I think I spoke. It went something related to that. Event. Or there's some sort of science and tech event that I um spoke at and they, they you know they're 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 a fun group they do a lot of cool stuff yeah, yeah
0: we're looking at it right now
3: yeah. I love Tetris that's Tetris awesome. never grows old
0: i it's my uh assessment that we as human beings our delight comes in doing something here that happens over there yes so that's why controlling something via a remote control or video games you're you're doing this over here but you know, on the other side of the room, something is happening. That's yes. what got Peter North into porn. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here, it would end up over there. So this is the largest projected uh, video game display ever. So that was pretty That's cool. That's wild. All that right. Cool. What else we got here? All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, Steve, I'll bring this up um, because maybe you're familiar with this. I'm not sure being a New Yorker. Uh, Brooklyn's infamous uh, Gowanus Canal. Yes. So after more than a century of toxic pollution, <laughs> they are finally cleaning it up. And the reason I brought this up is because the Environmental Protection Agency kicked off the first phase of its plan to dredge the entire length of this industrial water waterway. And it's a description of this. They're scooping up the thick layer of what they call black mayonnaise yeah. that is settled at its bottom. Ew. Ew. I don't like that. A small <laughs> fleet of barges and tugboats is now removing this noxious sediment. Which is laced with heavy metals and carcinogenic chemicals, and it's expected to at least take a decade to complete the project. I have to imagine there are a number of weighted
3: down bodies, skeletons, or so, I mean it was it was a dumping site, supposedly, uh for the mob.
0: Or unseen uh creatures that have yeah. been created from the noxious mess is there so yeah it's one of the most polluted bodies of water in the united states and it's com- the communities around it have been advocating for it to be clean for decades the canal sediment is the notorious black mayonnaise a lethal mix of oil coal pesticides rotting debris raw sewage chemicals and heavy metals which include arsenic benzene chromium mercury and lead what a Dump. The canal's waters are tainted by millions of gallons of sewage each year, which in the 1970s led to it being contaminated with typhoid, cholera, and tuberculosis. Oh I don't even. And in more recent years, it has been diagnosed with gonorrhea. Yeah, I don't know it... why they leave
3: those drinking ladles around the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really should have gotten rid of those though, <laughs> I mean, a while really back. just case, right? It just doesn't seem right. Um, I think mean, you can see if you're running and you're really you're
4: parched. So you were mentioning bodies and stuff like that. I also, when I see things uh, like uh, places like this, I also think, of how many guns, you know, disposed, guns, yeah, like all all know, the, instruments sure. of murder have been tossed so in there as well.
3: There is a place legendary uh, along the uh, um, the Bell Parkway as you're going heading towards the Verrazano Narrows Bridge. It's now all developed, but it used to be uh, just, just tall sort of grass, you know, mm. and... and uh, that was where the the mob... In fact, you'll see, like, it, it's a very similar area when the, uh, you know, take the cannolis, you know... Uh, Leave the right. gun. Right, so it's very similar to that look. And yeah. so that's where the, the, the mob would do it. You just know places... Apparently here, in my my understanding, is over by, like, um, Fort Mifflin, right near the airport in the oh, grassier really?
0: areas. Yeah. That that is a place where that... You, well, you know. Kathy, you know that spot at the Schuylkill uh, on, on the just river? I was to say that. Yeah, yeah where, they, where they found tons of cars in there.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, cars yeah. On, like,
0: yeah, And they think maybe that that's been a dumping ground for evidence and maybe even bodies. I
2: mean, it's like w- where you get off at uh, Gladwin, right? Mm-hmm. And you go underneath that bridge. It's like one way. There's some, you know, yes. you're inevitably going to get into an accident. Yeah, you could just and drive
0: straight into the river.
4: You could yeah. drive. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. right there. That's
4: yep, pretty wild. Moment. This is a shame, though, because I, I just have a, um, I, I love the idea of being able to swim in clean, like non-pool water, like, yeah. uh, you know, running gl- water, gl- yeah, running water, uh, glacial runoffs and stuff. I I swam in, uh, uh, I think it's called, like, Emerald Pond or something like that. Just it's right off of um, uh, Mount Washington in New Hampshire, and it's freezing. I mean, yeah. because it's all, like, you glacial know. Glacial water. Yeah. yeah. And I I love that. And then, uh, Nick, you and I have both been to Havasu. Like, it, you're in the middle of of the desert in the middle of the Grand Canyon. And it's this crystal clear, like, it's, it's gorgeous. It's but like, there's some, um, there's,
5: there's something about the western waters versus the eastern waters. And I don't know if it's just yeah. because of, like, the history or the age of the cities. But, Casey, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's really nice. But I just... I, I wish you... they all could be
3: western waters. Yeah. I
5: also... Uh, I know that you've swum in the um, Schuylkill. And I'm proud of you for doing that. But no way in hell would I ever do that. Yeah, I just, twice. I-, I just... No. Once, down by Boathouse Row, I did the, the Philly try there. And then for
4: you guys, I, I swam across it in... Uh... We put that you further up. up. Yeah, it it got... We put it, you up. That it, was in it, the safer
5: area. In your yeah, mouth and everything, I just, yeah. No effing way would I ever swim this Google.
0: Uh By the way, even on a regular day, the pollution of the Guanas Canal is plainly visible, with its waters coated by rainbows of oil and plumes of brown fecal matter. Yeah, there Which, you go. There is a
3: cool thing they do in July. They will lower bovine into the uh, canal, <laughs> and
0: the uh, the ducks will eat them. <laughs> okay, and then they just bring the bones <laughs> back up. Bovine Joni, uh, Bovine, bovine. Joni. Uh, by the way, uh, it, it has left behind car the cold tar plumes that have sunk 153 feet underground what the hell so it's going to take a decade to clean this thing up wow this. what
3: a freaking nightmare
0: All right, freaking <laughs> nightmare
3: freaking <laughs> canal
0: you could swim in that thing you got tiger no problem. And everything yeah i would actually make it dirtier He yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gave the canal you know, AIDS i gave it AIDS yeah.
3: <laughs> it didn't have AIDS yet it had gonorrhea yeah, that was the only, one, the only one it was missing <laughs>
5: How'd you do that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's that potent. <laughs> yeah, you just know he pisses Gowanus water. That's what he does. Charlie Sheen. Charlie
0: was able to just disappear there. It wasn't. He? Yeah, I'm going. Um, I'm going um What do they call it? Off the off road, off yeah. the grid, I'm going off the grid, off the chain, Freaking out of the grid. box,
3: out of the box, off yeah. the, the shiznit, <laughs> maze balls. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just blurting stuff I, out.
0: I, just, I have gonorrhea. Gonorrhea <laughs> <laughs> is nothing, man. You eat gonorrhea for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. What is this, Marissa? Uh, is that gonorrhea? An interview from uh, 1988. Okay. All right. Oh, this oh. is... Uh, are we going back to 10 CC? Okay. Uh, okay. Let me see here. Uh, this is out of the Pulse magazine, the fifth anniversary issue in 1988. 1988. Uh, the members of... Uh, 10 C. 10cc. This is uh, Stuart and Goldman, uh, one of the 70s most successful British bands, says, Those stories, by the way, about the origins of the band's name are true. Uh-huh. We were racking our brains for a suitable name, uh, Cream says, and one that really captured our style and image. And uh, Jonathan King, who signed us at his UK label, said 10cc because it's the average amount of semen uh, from a healthy male, and we naturally thought that it was perfect. So there you go, Steve, vindicated.
3: There we go. And also, uh, Godly and Cream, yes. uh, great musicians from that, uh, that band, and they went on to do a lot of early video work. They do a song called Cry. You're familiar with the song Cry. Very much so. awesome a
0: groundbreaking uh, yeah. audio uh, technique in their video. Uh, audio technique? In the, the Video, video technique, technique in their, in their audio. audio. <laughs> you got my peanut butter in your video? Yeah, chocolate. my audio in your video. <laughs> and your video is in my audio. Let's call the whole thing off. Here we go. Crazy. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I've got AIDS. (laughs) (laughs) Did Walker tell you
3: that? Walker told me I have AIDS. (laughs) Freaking Walker. Freaking Texas Ranger. There's no doctors around. Yeah, why did Walker tell him that? I, I remember the episode. It's yeah. Haley Joe yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a
0: freaking cop, man. He's yeah. not a doctor. We have a yeah.
3: doctor, a therapist, his parents. Send in the Texas Rangers. Right. Duh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Walker told me I <laughs>
3: Walker told me it was a miscarriage. <laughs> Okay. Uh, isn't there any crime you could go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah.
9: Why, yeah. You, why are you the, the, delivering this news? <laughs> all right. I'm going to
5: yeah. talk to a doctor if that's all right with you, Walker.
0: I, right. I, I want a second Texas Ranger. <laughs> Zooks Incorporated, the self-driving startup uh, owned by Amazon.com, uh, unveiled a fully autonomous electric vehicle with no steering wheel that can drive day and night on a single charge. It's got an engine in the front and the back, right? Um, So it can go in both directions. Well, I know it goes in both directions, yeah. but anyhow, the vehicle which Zooks describes, which, by the way, it's like that close to gas. Gags- oh, I know. Yeah. They purposely
3: did it so they wouldn't have to pay.
0: Thanks, Bezos. Uh, the vehicle which Zooks describes as a driverless carriage or robo-taxi can carry as many as four passengers with a motor at each end, and it travels in either direction and maxes out at 75 miles per hour. That's a lot faster than I thought. It's a decent clip. Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, t- <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo. Two battery packs, one under each row of seats, generate enough juice for 16 hours of runtime before recharging.
3: It, this re- so reminds me of Johnny Cab, Preston, from Total yeah, Recall. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, to commercialize the technology, Zook's plans to launch an app-based ride-hailing service in cities like San Francisco and Las Vegas. Uh, the company also plans to launch ride-hailing services in other countries. Executives didn't say how far, or I'm sorry, how much rides would cost but they would be affordable and competitive with services operated by Uber Technologies and Lyft nor did they say when the service would launch but confirmed that it wouldn't happen uh it wouldn't happen in 2021 so we're we're a ways off yeah from the fully autonomous vehicles but man it's it's coming it's on the way absolutely it, it is it is going to happen and now that I, i'm what i'm curious about is will they just be on the road with regular vehicles? With
3: regular vehicles? They will be.
2: Okay, well, that's... You're not going
3: to clean the slate of regular... So here's the deal. You remember we're actually sort of going um, really full bore at this with the Tesla autonomous driving capabilities and we're getting stories of, you know, people who are driving along and they were having great successes, And then there were the occasional mishaps where somebody be clipped or someone was killed or whatever. But that happens with regular vehicles. But for the most part... We're there, like when I was, uh, you know, um, endorsing the, the Volvo for a while. They're, uh, uh, uh it's not fully autonomous, but the driving capability of that vehicle is
0: pretty amazing. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not down with this yet. I do like driving. I like driving. No, I, I mean, stand. I mean, I, I don't feel safe. Yeah, I would not neither. feel safe if there were lots of these on yeah. the road and and with no human passenger, right. no no human driver, pilot, whatever but, you want to call it uh i i would not i i don't feel it's comfortable crazy that.
4: i um all right so this is a little bit of a departure here but oh, i was well, let's go i was a giant the other day you were a giant i, I was at oh. the giant supermarket oh, the other day their robot they have a robot cleaner all right, all right. and i purposely walked straight towards it as it was uh rolling towards me just to see if it would get, if did it, would it get stop out. Well, it got out of the way. It moved. Oh, it did? Yeah. yeah wow. I was like, I'm not moving. Yeah.
2: Because it'll go around the entire store when it's open. People are shopping, yeah. and it'll go around you.
5: Yeah. I why ex- don't you freaking move? <laughs> <laughs> That's Wait, it's voice not a cleaner, board, though, is it? Uh, it's just a, a greeter. Oh, I thought
4: it was... I thought it cleaned. Yeah. I didn't... Really, I don't know there, what it does.
0: There is a purpose to it. It doesn't clean. Um, I think it detects, like, when things have fallen on the floor. Oh, yeah. And it will alert <laughs> oh, the... <good. laughs> What's that? I just made a weird noise. Uh, it, all, it? it also provides,
3: like, information about sales, right? If you have, like, a... Yes. Yeah, if you're scanning coupons and things like that. Oh, I didn't it. know yes. that. Yeah,
0: you just ram it in its ass.
3: No, it
2: reports <laughs> spills, debris, and other potential hazards to store employees to yeah. improve your shopping experience. Okay. Marty.
0: Oh. Yeah, I think that's it, Steve. I don't think it uh, It doesn't, like, highlight, you know, like, a blue light special them. Like one of them. One of the units does.
3: Somewhere has those. Where Not they, a giant. They,
0: yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, it's got giant googly eyes.
4: Yes. But I was um, I was curious to see if it would stop or what it was going to do
3: if I, uh, you know, walked towards it. <laughs> what, did it just vaporize people? <laughs> it blows them apart like the guns in, in a Captain America president. <laughs> but what makes me uneasy about this Zooks thing is... Like the aliens in War of the World.
4: Um, like, if it was only zooks on the road that's surprising saying. i would feel better about that but right. zooks with regular pedestrians and and other drivers
0: makes me feel more well, uneasy i would feel better with a dedicated lane
4: okay right, right. for things right. like
0: this and then i would have no problem with that yeah. but but you know, uh, having to exit and and do these various things that it's going to have to do and all these things. <laughs> so, sort of the, kind of the,
3: the, the eyes and the, the, the robots that got the googly eyes and they're, um, they're going around and they do this is on sale and they all the things are falling off the ground. This, would, these sort of things. <laughs> <laughs> and make... and, 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 and the person's not easy in the roads, with the cars and the vehicles and the people and this sort of thing. With it. But you get in there and the robot is there and the Johnny Cab says, Where are you going to? And you said, I think I was born on Mars. Yeah, right. Exactly.
5: <laughs> I got five kids.
0: <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, until they have worked out the Kings. Yeah, and this I, sort of thing with the Kings. Yeah, and the things, things that make you un-
3: concerned <laughs> about driving in the vehicle with the Kings <laughs> and the not knowing <laughs> it. And, of course, the, the band, the Kings, which yeah. is ps Pierce the PS4 band, and this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, another thing.
4: Uh, <laughs> did you know that Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, she got all that money in the settlement. Yeah. She has already donated <laughs> over $4 billion. Saw yeah, that. It's amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. It's maze It's yeah. <laughs> some freaking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which charity? A, a bunch of different charities. In fact, there were some local uh, ties as for well. Her. Yeah,
3: yeah. filling. Actually, it's that. It's that. Actually, that school that had a. Uh, it's a Lincoln. Yes, Lincoln University. Yes, yes, yes. So she donated to that, and she is also making sure that uh, the guanus is refilled with regular Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> okay.
8: Good. <laughs>
3: what? The guanus. Yeah, the, Gowanus, uh, yeah, the, the canal, marker. which oh, she said a black mayonnaise. Regular mayonnaise. She's
0: going to fill it with regular and usable that, mayonnaise. That's like. Hellman's. Uh, yeah, Nick has pulled up the article and. It's um, freaking crazy. Yeah, she donated uh, four point, or just $4 billion in the past four months. Wow, hundreds of charities. Uh, this sort of thing with named ch- organizations. <laughs> uh, charities. That's fantastic. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to do anything out of
5: spite. Yeah. You know, because like, by uh, the way, she is a. It's so weird.
3: All this stuff, and it shows you. The, 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 she's a uh, very attractive woman. She's. She. I mean, she got a, a ton of money. He actually has earned back all the money
5: she got in the divorce. Um, in under a year, I think it was. Yeah, I mean he's had a pretty crazy. good year. Yeah, he'll be the first trillionaire on the planet. But remember when uh, Ray Ray Croc's uh, ex-wife donated a, a ton of stuff that was not the, exactly anti McDonald's, but like yeah. um, she gave it know. all to Burger King. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, it wasn't quite to that level. But you know have they got your way. They got a, they got a divorce, and <laughs> she sent some money to charities that Ray would not have supported. Oh, you okay. work at Burger King? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> have
0: it
5: your way. Which is actually my way. Yeah. Joan Crock, I think. Yeah. That was her Mm name. Okay. I'm having my own conversation. Ah, It's (laughs) very
0: nice. I'm happy for you. Uh, Zooks is one of several companies racing to put fully autonomous vehicles on the road. An effort that's taking longer than anticipated. Most are testing retrofitted conventional cars on public roads. And a few are uh, commercially deployed. But they are doing a dedicated vehicle just for this very thing.
3: I let my Roomba drive my car for a while. And and it didn't do too (laughs) well. Yeah.
2: Do you have a Roomba?
3: I do I actually have the one that that there was a competing company that and I got two of them when we moved into the house uh and they would like plot out the area they could they wouldn't run over cords and pull things down off tables they would go under the couch they would do all this great stuff they were phenomenal there was just one issue cat vomit oh yeah oh. They, there is nothing it. that they can do like to to yeah. detect that so when that happens that becomes an issue and so uh, and it does happen occasionally, and there's there's no device right now. It can plot out the room. It'll it'll avoid uh, obstacles. You can tell it which areas to go. And, and it was excellent. It was really good with pet fur. It was the reason I got this stuff. But that one issue, I haven't found any aut- autonomous yeah. vacuum cleaner device that can sense that, clean it, eradicate it, whatever. And so that. I I can't use them.
2: I'm afraid it's going to traumatize my cats. That's why I was... They were... The
3: cats were leery of it initially, but when they just started to do their deal, they just got used to it. Yeah, Kath, all you have to do is get
0: each of them uh, a shark costume, and then they will (laughs) ride on the roof. Yeah, just sit on it. Yeah. Yeah. Put some uh, catnip on it. Maybe they'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. Do your cats like catnip?
2: Uh, They do. I don't give it to them. Okay. Um, I don't believe in catnip.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
4: Shut up. Drink your wine, but uh, no, the yeah, cats exactly. can't have any fun. No.
2: Uh, my it's freaking crazy. La- my last cat used to pee in the house when I gave him catnip. Uh, well, then so, don't do that. Well, yeah. he- he's dead. So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But so just with the new cats, when we got them, I was like, meh, nah, I don't think I'm going to give him catnip, <laughs> just in case.
0: All right. Uh, all right. Listen, Casey, tell me we got to wrap. Yeah, all right. We're going to wrap up right now. Um, But you know what I would like to do is give away another pass. For uh, Winter on Broad Street. Uh, this is a lot of fun, and it's the Holiday Light Spectacular presented by Deeds and Watson. Your four pack that I'm going to give you is for a time to visit this coming Tuesday, which is the 22nd. 215 263 WMMR. Call number eight. We are going to set you up with that. And for tickets and show times, you can visit Winter We'll come back in a second and get some more bizarre file stories. Stay with us.
1: The President Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let's begin the Bizarre File.
8: Bizarre.
1: WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre. Bizarre File. All
0: right, where do we start? Well, we start with our sponsor, Preston Steve's Bizarre File, brought to you by Stock Car Racing Experience, and they'll strap you into a 600-horsepower NASCAR-style stock car. When they take it for the drive of your life, it speeds up to 160 miles per hour. You can check them out at eight seven seven 877.car.com. Well, it might be getting close to Christmas, but Santa still has plenty of time to get some fishing in. Yeah! The holidays are the season for giving, and a group of nearly 300 fishermen kept that tradition alive in one of the most seasonally appropriate ways possible, angling a la St. Nick. Fishing rod company Ugly Stick held a bass fishing tournament In North Carolina on Saturday and raised over $15,000 for donations for Toys for Tots. In the spirit of the season, participants dressed up like Kris Kringle himself. And uh, it's pretty funny. uh, Yes, yeah. yeah. Santas in their boats fishing. I used to watch uh, The American Sportsman. Um, It was,
3: uh, and they would sometimes go out with this, and you'd think that's got to be the most boring thing in the world to watch. It was oddly tranquil. It was like watching Bob Ross. Are you talking about just
0: fishing shows? Just fishing, watching fishing shows. Oh, man. I grew up watching. Yeah. My dad was Bill Dance and all these other guys. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was on every week and Sundays is when they they ran. Uh, But, yeah, watching fishing actually can be kind of Bizarrely comforting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The result was a lake filled with a record-setting number of fishing Santas just two weeks before Christmas. Belgian police shut down a sex party with over 50 attendees who all came from France in the Belgian town of Virton. I just kind of came in here by accident. In the Luxembourg <laughs> province as it violated the coronavirus measures. Um, I've got a rea. Uh, The police officers reportedly found multiple people naked at what was a sex party for the 20th birthday of a French woman who had rented a Belgian vacation house for the occasion. Those present were said to have paid her $250 in an all-in party. Including alcohol and the services of the escorts who were reportedly also present. Son of a bench where we he just about to play Catan. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, one person was also charged for being in possession of nitrous oxide. Oh, that's a party! Uh, police were notified twice about the party in a vacation house. Upon arrival, uh, they found around fifty people, all of whom were from France. Uh, the property France. is owned by a Flemish man. However, he said that he has been uh, uh, he had been unaware of the party. As the rent was arranged by a company. Okay, I'm an idiot. Flemish, if you're Flemish, where are you from?
5: Uh, It's um, a language in between Belgium and France. So in Belgium, they speak two official languages, French and Flemish. Okay. So it's just people who are from Belgium, essentially. But God, everybody in Belgium is Flemish.
3: Gary Lauer is a Flemish man. We have the audio. Uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. He speaks fluent Flemish. Yeah. Yeah, (coughs)
5: Yeah, that's a tough language to master.
0: Oh, my God.
5: Oh. (coughs) Oh. Yeah, that means thank you. You can hear almost (laughs) here.
0: God,
3: it's so foul.
8: That's just disgusting.
3: (laughs) That's Flemish Preston. Okay.
0: Good to know. One more
3: time, please. Okay. (laughs)
0: Oh, God. Dear Lord. A video of a Denny's hostess announcing that she is quitting after a group of anti-maskers came in claiming religious exemptions to mask mandates, of which there is no such thing. Went viral as every working person lived vicariously through her. The video was caught on one of the anti-maskers' cell phones and made its way onto Reddit, where people thoroughly enjoyed the woman's demonstration of being absolutely fed up with this nonsense. Uh, You can see the hostess making up her mind as she begins to walk away from the unwelcome customers. Like, it is is the moment of ultimate frustration. She's just like, you know what? I quit. I effing quit. She said after a man claims to file an exemption, and she just goes, "What is wrong with you people?" Throws down the Denny's menu and summons her manager before nearly storming out the door. But the manager seems to convince her not to outright leave. She said, "Roger, I'm not working for this S anymore. These guys won't put their mask on. I'm sick of feeling like this." So it's obvious. So is it? I assume it's posted outside that you can't
3: come in. So if that's the case, keep these. Whatever you believe about the mask.
0: Make Keep people employed. Let the place be open. Let the business... Let well, this... th- these are a-holes. Yeah. The man behind the camera tries to cite the Civil Rights Act of 1964, claiming that it says that we can claim a religious exemption for not wearing a mask... This, of course, is not true as mask mandates were not a thing prior to the current pandemic and after the pandemic of 1918 disappeared. The law also contains a specific provision that saying that it, quote, does not guarantee you entry to any particular business establishment. That's why there is a no shirt, no shoes, no service policy. There you go. And so people are throwing this around because they're wacko anti-maskers saying that it's a religious stance. But this gal says she's leaving and then as they, the, eventually the, the manager says, you guys need to leave. They, as they're leaving, one of the guys says, don't believe everything the media tells you, okay? And the girl says, yeah, F yourself <laughs> as they left. So she got in the last shot. Maybe honesty is the best policy with Santa. Maybe not. A nine-year-old girl from Essex in the U.K., wrote a letter to Santa Claus earlier this month admitting that she hadn't been particularly good this year but still requesting many lavish gifts. A photo of her letter, which was shared by her older siblings on Twitter on Tuesday, reads in part... Dear Beloved Father Christmas, I hope you've had a wonderful year and you've been well. My year's been quite the opposite. I've tried hard to be good, but miserably failed. I'll be honest, I do deserve coal. But please, I'd love to have a present. Actually, more than one. Here's a list. Tick the boxes if you have some of them. And then she lists a number of things, like... AirPods, a PS5 and 4, a Nintendo Switch, a DJ set, a trip to France for five people, an iPhone 12 and more, including hand sanitizer. The so little A little kid wrote this? She's been bad, yeah. and she said she wants all that stuff. Yeah, Yeah. You, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's adorable, yeah. Yeah, She's you don't believe it? it was I a don't kid. believe it was a little kid, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, they said it was a nine-year-old who did okay. it, so. Uh, yes, Casey?
4: I was just, I wasn't sure. I had a, a, a Santa clip just for that girl, but uh, I'm just going to. Move on. Well, play okay. play the, the Gary Laura Flem thing. Again.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a straight
0: Okay. All right. Uh, police in Gary, Indiana, released a surveillance oh. footage. Okay, I got you. Uh, Tuesday after a murder suspect <laughs> escaped Ooh, Gary. from an SUV in a McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> that should play as you pull into Gary, Indiana. Indiana. You're right, Indiana. yeah. yeah. Oh, Le- <laughs> Gary!
8: Help.
0: Leon Taylor was being transported from Texas to Lake County to... Who?
8: From, from Gary? Oh, Gary.
0: Yeah, Leon is from Gary, okay. so uh, <laughs> from from Texas to Lake County to face a murder charge. In the video, he escapes from an SUV in a McDonald's drive-through. So he waited till they got to the drive-through and then he got out. This dude's a murder facing a murder charge. How did he get out? Did he? Bob and we <laughs> No.
3: Bob!
0: He somehow got free from a leg brace, and he took off across the street. Uh, Taylor is wearing a gray hoodie and an additional black hoodie underneath, so they're they're on the lookout for him at this time. The search is ongoing. You know He's across driving.
4: the street. We can't get there. <laughs> you know who's driving the van? Who? The girl named Jenny.
5: Bye-bye, Jenny.
0: <laughs> uh, he is considered to be dangerous. In the first clip of the video, about 11 seconds in, the suspect appeared to be struggling with his leg brace, and no shackles were used. The sheriff said, we believe shackles could have prevented the suspect from getting away. We also believe the suspect may have been manipulating his leg brace during the trip and was apparently continuing to disable the device when he exited the vehicle in Gary, Indiana. Oh, Gary!
3: Do you think he's heading to... Wait, wait, wait. Damn it. Damn it.
0: <laughs> Sucks when that happens. Yeah. You have one all ready to go. <laughs> it was one over. And then you hit and the my, I used wait, my you...
3: middle finger when I again. wanted to use... Eugene. <laughs>
0: you yeah. could have been in Eugene, Oregon. I See, don't know. but that crescendo of music meant nothing. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. Let's take a break. Come back in a second and test your knowledge of today's program lesson question. We also have music news.
1: We have trash. We'll be right back. Stay put. Like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity on Demand. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Um, yeah, I think we're gonna get right into the lesson question. I don't know what I did with it. Oh, here it is. Okay. Where they at? Uh, we have a prize to give away, and it is a rental code to see the Crudes: a new age. And the question I think we will pose to you this morning, dear friend, is who is Jim Jackson's broadcasting professor at Syracuse? Was that, Oh, that's not the one I was going to ask. you want another one? I'm going to ask a different one. It's the same break, same content, uh, but which other broadcaster will Jim Jackson generously give to a discount to? That's yes. what I wanted to ask. That's nice. I saw Jim Jackson on there twice, and I, and I meant to ask this question. Which other broadcaster will Jim Jackson generously give a discount to? 215263. WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. We had Jim on earlier, and he was talking about his broadcasting course. We're going to do the trash while you give us a call.
1: The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: Let's see where we go today, Steve. What's
3: going on? Well, 80-year-old Prue Leith, who's the star of the Netflix Great British Bake Off, announcing she has received one of the first coronavirus vaccinations dispensed in England. Leith described it as a painless jab, noting she gets far more pain from the Wolverine attachment on her Sibian. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Country singer Chuck Wicks is speaking about his about a about split from Juliana Hoff in 2009, saying she was not the person he thought she was. Wicks says he thought she was Florence Anderson. Oh, but, hey. Don't ask me why. And finally, Mike Sorrentino's defense attorney saying he'll probably not do additional jail time for failing to complete only a fraction of his 500 hours of community service. As the attorney as the attorney noted, Sorrentino's community service had involved
0: reading to preschoolers, but at this point, they've already passed.
3: It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your All
0: right, we'll go to the phones. We'll see if we can get an answer and uh, reward the prize. So uh, which other broadcaster will Jim Jackson generously give a discount to? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and it is... Dave that we're going to go to. Hey there, Dave. How you doing? Hey,
9: I'm doing good. You guys definitely well.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Dave. So which other broadcaster will Jim Jackson be giving a discount to?
9: That is the one only really. Pierre Robert. Pierre yeah,
0: Robert. Whoa! Hang on, Dave. I'm going to give you a rental code to see the Croods. A new age. DreamWorks Animation presents a holiday event for the entire family as Nicholas Cage, Emma Stone, Ryan Reynolds. Peter Dinklage, Leslie Mann, and Kelly Marie Tran star in The Crude's A new age in theaters now on demand uh, tomorrow,
1: by the way. Rated PG. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yeah!
0: All right, I got a couple of stories to run by you in the world of music. We're going to start with a pretty weird one. Scott Stapp will be making his feature film debut playing Frank Sinatra in the upcoming biopic Reagan. The upcoming
3: biopic
0: about Reagan will yes. feature Scott Stapp as Frank Sinatra. You heard it here. Wow. Billboard revealed that the Creed frontman will perform as Sinatra at the famed Coconut Grove. Frank, I'd, a I'd like to give you a hug with arms wide open. During <laughs> the period when Ronald Reagan was living in Hollywood and serving as president of the Screen Actors Guild. That's right. So uh, so that's the... That's the period, the time period, of uh, Frank and uh, Ronnie. Uh, staff said in a statement to the magazine, Sinatra is in performance mode, was an exercise in restraint. Uh, he had this steely, stylish swagger, and his sheer presence commanded a room. I was excited to join the cast and blown away by the on-set attention to detail style and overall production. That's pretty wild. How Ray- did you get that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh Reagan is slated for a twenty twenty one release and Dennis Quaid will be uh the lead role in Reagan. So it should be pretty interesting. But Scott Step, he's never yeah. he's never really done as any Sinatra before of so. all roles. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't see that. See no, no. But maybe they'll do something. Yeah.
3: We'll Special.
0: See. Foof, Foof Fighters top did <laughs> you gonna say something? <laughs> oh, I thought you inhaled <laughs> as if you were about to say something. Nope. Foo Fighters topped the Billboard's Mainstream Rock Songs Airplay Chart for the first time since 2017. That's pretty wild. Shame, shame. Taken from the band's latest effort, uh, Medicine at Midnight is the group's ninth Mainstream Rock Songs number one. See, they took a, they took a little bit of a sonic risk, and it yeah. paid off. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it. At first, it took me a little bit off guard, but but now I'm, I'm on board all the way. The album will be released on February 5th, by the way. So they took number one with the song. Slipknot drummer Jay Weinberg shed light on his stint backing Bruce Springsteen. Weinberg, who joined Slipknot in two thousand fourteen, of course, is the son of E Street band member Max Weinberg and subbed for his dad back in two thousand nine, drumming for the boss during a tour the tour behind the uh, that year's working on a dream album. Weinberg said in an interview, the real learning was seeing to me the badassest the the badass the, the baddest oh I'm sorry, not badass. The baddest band in the land, the real tenacious E Street band, watching them do what they do for four hours a night. Yeah. To this day, you don't see bands doing that. They're in a league of their own. So to have that education of seeing that happen every night, it's like there's no partying there. Uh, It takes so much focus to deliver on your vision, and what Bruce and the band have done for decades has been flawlessly executing a certain vision. He went on to say... So that's what I really took away from that experience. And then, of course, now applying that to Slipknot, it's a vision that I've come to understand. And I was a fan when I was very young. I knew the band inside and out, knew the songs like the back of my hand, knew the vision of the band and the direction the band was going. It takes that application and tenacity of just like every day you wake up and you've got to bash down the door. So that was the best lesson that I learned. Uh, that I ever got
3: himself, right? that
0: I ever got from Max Weinberg University, he said. So that's cool. That is sort of cool that you could inherit the gig that your dad had.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and rise to the challenge.
0: Yeah. All right, we'll do just one more story uh, to celebrate what would have been David Bowie's seventy fourth birthday on January eighth. Uh, two or January eighth, twenty twenty. Two previously unreleased covers, John Lennon's Mother and Bob Dylan's Trying to Get to Heaven, will be released as a limited edition 7-inch single. You don't hear of singles coming. No, you don't. Bowie's version of Mother was produced by Tony Visconti in in 1998 for a Lennon tribute that never came to fruition. It was originally recorded by the Beatle for his 1970 John Lennon Plastic Ono Band album. Dylan's Trying to Get to Heaven was recorded by Bowie in February 1998 during the mixing sessions for the live album LiveAndWell.com. Dylan's original was released on his multiple Grammy-winning 1997 album, Time Out of Mind. Guitarist Reeves uh, Gabriels, who played with Bowie from 87 to 99 and has been a member of The Cure since 2012, performs on both songs. Uh, The single will be limited to 8,147 numbered copies that is in honor of Bowie's birthday, which was eight one forty seven. It's pretty cool. wild that I mean, even you. It's still when the notion of him being
3: gone comes ah. up, it still catches you. I know. It's like like uh, there was something about Petty in the news. I'm like,
0: I know. Huh? Ah. It's wild. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Casey, you want to mention something real quick?
4: Yeah, so um, we had a visit from the Nor'easter Bunny yesterday, which is really, really great. And uh, I wanted to thank our friends at Rasta and Pasta, who um, they provided us with the Easter Bunny costume. Oh. And so Rasta and Pasta is a local company. They're based in um, New Jersey. Uh, It's an online company. So if you go to com, you can get really, really great costumes, Halloween costumes, uh, let's say, Christmas costumes, Easter Ooh. costumes, or whatever. But this is basically the the Easter bunny outfit from A Christmas Story. It's great, too. And so, it, like, there aren't, like, you know, you see, like, a Halloween adventure, and oh. then it only shows up for a month out of the year. This place, Pasta, is there 24-7. I love all, it. You know, all year long. And they've got every costume. And they also especially... They have costumes that are really catered towards the city of
0: Philadelphia. So, I
4: love this. So if you recall when uh, Jason Kelsey made his Super yeah, Bowl speech, right. that hat he was wearing, Rustin Pasta has that. Oh, wow. Um,
0: watching the video of, of the <laughs> Nor'easter bunny do his little dance here on the screen, I didn't even notice the little bunnies on the feet yeah. as well. Just like the movie. <laughs> Just yes, like the movie. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that that was on there. I had no idea. Yeah. But oh, if yeah. you're in the market for a gritty costume, yeah, Rasta
4: Impasta, there you go. I love. Well, I'm gonna have to check them out. Nice.
0: Where are they, case?
4: They're in New Jersey, but they they, they don't have a storefront, right? So it's not like you can go to Rasta Impasta oh, okay. the store. You, it's it's all online. So if you go to Rasta you'll see everything that they
0: have to offer. Gotcha. Okay. Um, let me see. Oh, I want to mention new Daily Rush video. I meant to mention this earlier. Uh, it's E. T. The Bachelorette. Oh, uh, which is now available. Uh, it's e- on ET's home planet they had to suspend filming because of a pandemic for one Dorquin. <laughs> so that's how long they had to yeah, yeah think yeah. about that uh, not, not, so no, you no, know no. people get upset here look at how long they had to do, suspend it there uh you can watch it now at presidentandsteve.com sponsored by punchline philly fishtown's first comedy club restaurant and bar so take a look when you get a chance we're going to take a break we're going to come back we're going to wrap this thing up we'll be right back
6: WMMR and Parks Casino and Sportsbook present Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Polly Annabelle Edition. And the return of the horrendous holiday attire competition. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. This year's event is surprise going virtual. It's basically a good old-fashioned white elephant party. So get ready to steal your way to happiness. Tune in December 22nd. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors.
0: Like Peter Jackson's Middle Earth trilogies, Kanan sunglasses, and Steven Singer jewelers.
6: Go to WMMR.com for details and online photo entry for the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Contest. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Polly Annabelle Edition. Presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. It's a Christmas miracle. And 93.3 wmmR everything
0: that rocks uh real quick weather wise we do have uh, continuing cold temperatures and windy conditions so those gusts are going to be popping up and it makes it feel brutally cold at times our high temperature today around 35 degrees so that means you know we're going to spend a lot of time down in the 20s almost knocked over my water here Oops. <laughs> uh tomorrow partly cloudy 34 same thing on saturday and then we start warming up by the time we get to the end of the weekend uh we'll be at 43 degrees Our high on sunday
3: sun popping out a little bit today though i see same thing on monday yeah yeah, yeah. we got partly so, cloudy, we'll see, sky, so, so. Uh, and heed kathy's advice if you can if you have not cleaned your sidewalk do it
2: to like a chunk sun- of ice yeah. tomorrow yeah
3: get it yes. done
0: now. it'll be easier to do it today than it will be tomorrow Thank you to the guests on the show, Jim Jackson. Hey, 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 hey. JJ, and he's got his broadcasting sessions that he's doing. So if you've had an interest in getting into sports broadcasting, uh, JJ can steer you in the right way. I think it's great. I mean, yeah.
3: obviously, he's a, uh, he's a wonderful resource to have here and to uh, let his expertise inform your uh, decisions. Yep. Career wise,
0: let it happen. And we also had D. Snyder on. Yay! D was great. He was great. And this new song—it's it's <laughs> actually a song that he wrote years and years ago for his wife. Um, uh, he and Lizzie Hale have have recorded it. It's great. Uh, I mean, I, that's my personal an, an opinion.
3: Instant listenable. Yeah. Solid Christmas song.
0: Yep. Uh, so, and it was nice to talk to D. It's always a good conversation. Pierre's here. Hey, man.
1: Good day then.
0: How you doing today? Fine, thanks. Nice. How was your area last night?
1: Uh, not too bad. Uh, well, uh, Eric, God bless him, allowed uh, pancake and I to use a couple of the Chevy Tahoes in okay. the in the MMR fleet. Uh, so they are virtual uh, unstoppable tanks, right? Uh, um, so nothing uh, nothing got in our way. Um, so it was, re- you know, I mean, it, I was expecting it to be a little worse than it was. Yeah, um, but um, it manageable. Yeah, it was manageable, you know. It's and there is not. There's even now on Schuylkill, There's nobody out there. Yeah, uh, which is good. Um, probably best to uh, stay under the covers.
3: Yeah, that's a good. No point. power issues or anything at
1: your house. Uh, not yet. All right. <laughs> Uh, but there will be. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, the wind didn't blow. Uh, I think in my road, if it goes over seven miles an hour, uh, I lose power. Um, Eight miles an hour is was,
3: the tricky part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the, is
0: that is it. Trees, hard. trees come down and knock the power lines down, right. or well, who knows? I mean,
1: nowadays when they build subdivisions and such, they have underground uh, utilities. Right. Um, um, of course, nothing I have is practical, right. <laughs> and my house is certainly one of those. It was built in 1962, and it's, there's a lot of glass in it, all single-paned, and so um, nothing's practical in okay. it, and the road I live on, nothing is practical on it, and um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, is it, what it is what is. it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Okay. Uh, let's
0: get the letter. You ready?
1: It is. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The
0: Preston and Steve show brought to you today by the letter.
1: He is in company.
0: All right, and we have a 20-mile stock car driving experience, stock car racing experience. It's going to make you feel like a pro race car driver when they teach you the basics of driving and suit you up in an official race suit and safety gear. And if for the main event, Uh, They strap you into a 600-horsepower NASCAR-style stock car, and then you're off to drive, and it is the drive of your life, traveling at speeds of up to 160 miles per hour around NASCAR's famous 2.5-mile Pocono Raceway. Uh, Visit 877stockcar.com, and we give that away tomorrow, because tomorrow is Friday, and that's a wonderful thing. What's up for the program today?
1: Well, we will have Workforce Blocks of Bon Jovi and uh, Dave Matthews Band, and we're toying with a couple of different things for the third block, so we're not quite sure what that's yet going to be. So it will be good. Of this, I can assure you.
0: Excellent. All right, I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Dunkin'. Get cheers into Dunkin' this holiday season with their holiday-inspired signature drinks. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors. And Fred Beans out to make history again by selling 3,500 vehicles this month. It is the best time to buy shop online at Fredbeans.com. Tomorrow it is a Friday. Yes. It is the end of the week. So we will revel in that. And as of now, no guests, but maybe we can whip together our contest or her great conversation. We're going to have a good time to wrap up. The world way. is ours. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. The Breston and Steve. Love you.
9: you. Live.
0: Hey, boss. Hey, no. I don't have to come in early because
6: I'm not coming in at all.
9: <laughs>
6: Next message.
9: Veronica, can I had sex last night? and Now we're in love. Next message.
6: When
7: your car's stuck in the snow and you're trying to go against b, b, turn the traction control off and hold it to the floor,
1: you
4: The Preston and Steve Love You Hate You
1: line. Call 484 434 MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack,
8: sell them for less.